Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The Thread is a new hit podcast from Ozzy Media that explores history's surprising connections in order to discover how one thing leads to another. Like how movie moguls in early Hollywood helped spark the Me Too movement today. Get it on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 That is right. Final show of the week. Mike Harmon alongside Rob Parker. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. So go ahead and visit geico.com for a free rate quote. If you're out and about driving, I'll tell you what, I got from my home to the office in half the time it normally takes. So there's a lot of lazy people and drunk people just hanging around pools trying to stay cool across this great country of ours. Cheers to you. Especially in Los Angeles, where it's baking hot, so hot. Like the third ring of hell. You know how it was so hot today (laughs) that instead of putting on suntan lotion, I put on barbecue sauce. I was going to say, either that. That's how hot it was. Get that, may oil up a little bit. (laughs) I'll tell you what, next level stuff. uh, Alex, you want dark meat or or white meat? You know, I might pass on both of those and just go with the condiments on the side. Thank you. Well, that's just it. He's he's all vegan, right? Remember, he's not not touching any, any meat. No meat. 
but, you know, lean like Greyhound now, and, and he shames us whenever he gets a chance. That He's is re- fake news. No, oh, hey, hey, no, it's absolutely not. It's absolutely true. What are you eating that for? Why are you doing that? When are you going to do that to your body? It's like, beat it. At Rob Parker, FS1 is where you find him on Twitter. You find him on FS1 during the week, yelling and, and debating these topics of the day, and I'm proud to have him in this evening because, well, the NBA continues to have its silly season, and the story out of San Antonio – continues to get sillier, and we talked about it a little bit last night, the safe room report that came out on a podcast of Kawhi Leonard where the team officials from the Spurs wanted to come check him out in his rehabilitation process of the quad injury and that his team, that his entourage and advisors and everybody else decided to evidently move him out the back door so they weren't able to have that meeting and that some of allegedly what Greg Popovich was referring to when he called out and said, I don't know, you'll have to talk to Kawhi because, well, they couldn't get a straight word on it. And so last night we had some fun with it. Talked about moving the Godfather when he was in the hospital. Talked about Panic Room and all of those, the purge, and and all these other things where you're trying to hide out and not let anybody find you. Right. Now, Chris Broussard, on with our own Jason Smith, Trader, uh, this morning. Uh Uh-oh, I heard that. He left me. That's my partner, he too. But we he both. Didn't, but he didn't text me once. Hey, how's the show going? But we both had our partners go in. Yeah, and they, right? went, they traded. Swapped out, man. I don't know. It's just like some kind of lesson to be learned. In the there. 70s, the swapping was cool. That's I don't the, think about the it. Yankees did that. <laughs> Weren't Damon and Affleck supposed to do a whole movie about Mike Kekich and yes. those guys? What was that, Doc Medich? No, 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 no. I, we, don't, we don't want to besmirch his name. I forget who it was. Uh, Mike Kekich. Uh... Brain, brain freeze for a moment. We'll wait for the Google machine to catch up. But Chris Broussard was on uh, with Jason Smith this morning as they fill in for the Dan Patrick show uh, on Fox Sports Radio. And Chris Broussard said through his sources he heard a different tune. But I just spoke with somebody close to Kawhi less than an hour ago, and they vehemently denied this story. Called it BS. Called it BS. Uh, They said that everything they did in New York was under the parameters of the Spurs. Spurs knew what was going on. That trainers were up there from the Spurs working out with Kawhi. That Spurs brass came up there and saw Kawhi and knew what was going on. So Michael Wright is a good, respected reporter. So I I don't want to, you know, go against it. Somebody obviously told him this. He's certainly not making it up. But I'm just telling you, I've talked to a person close to Kawhi who would know who said that this is ridiculous. Okay, so let's break that down for a second. The source and the entourage get in touch with, with Chris. And like he won't go to to write, I'm certainly not going to say Chris has got a guy no, he feeding has him bad information. That he's got a guy feeding him bad information, too. He's covered the but NBA he- for a long time. He knows a lot of people. And you know what? People... Sometimes you, you, you listen to one person and they tell you something right. and somebody else will tell you something else. It's not easy. And it's somewhere easy. in between the truth lies, right, that, that we go through this process as to who knew what, when, and how much communication there really was. But my point is, is this, and I, and I broached it yesterday, I, I revisited here, is that at this point, we don't know Kawhi Leonard really at all. On the national stage, we know what kind of basketball player he is. All in we know San he's Antonio. been a quiet guy who doesn't bother anybody. Has an old car, saves every nickel he's ever made. Right, goes through that, his that's paces. That stuff, right. right, we know all that. Like, you know, I joked with with Aaron Torres, who was in this chair yesterday. If we played clips of four superstars, and I said, "Guess the superstar," that's Kawhi Leonard. 
you'd be looking at the other three trying right. to figure out who those voices are because you'd have no idea. But it's it's now hit that point where he's in that Lonzo Ball phase where someone else is doing the talking. So Lavar's out and he's roaring. And even though nobody from Kawhi's camp is getting in front of a microphone and getting out, it's just in that front, we haven't heard it's, anything, it's, and we have so to. Kawhi needs to at some point address this himself. Otherwise, he's going to be labeled as crazy and as a a petulant child, much like anybody else. Just because we don't know what the true story is, it's I'll, just I'll, all hearsay. I'll tell you this. When Paul O'Neill was traded from the Reds to the Yankees, he knew I had worked in New York before. He, he asked me, he said, what advice would you give me about playing in right. New York? And it was real simple. You know what I told him? Paul, after every game, stand in front of your locker and answer the questions. You know why? If you don't do it, then, it, then the writers have a right to guess what you're thinking no, is. Right. And they will come up with, what what they think is going on in your well, head? Well, it starts to become a thing about facial expressions, exactly. facial tics. It's everything. How, how you're operating inside your locker? And this Are you is what quiet? I'm, and this Are is what I'm saying about Kawhi right. is that at some point you need to talk so that people can't. If if they if people hear from you, then they could take it as your from face value. When they don't hear from you, and all these other things are coming out, that's all people have. So that's what they hold on to, and that's the advice I would give. I don't say you have to show your hand, but at some point you got to speak up and say, come on, this is not happening. I never said I don't want to play with LeBron you know, or whatever, and then people can go on from there. That's right. all you got to do. Talk about whatever communication you've had with the team because it's obviously not a daily thing. You don't otherwise. have to give up everything. But, but just give, the, give people a little bit to just say, hey, I'm in the rehab process of this quad injury, whatever, whatever information you want to share there, because that's obviously the other part that goes into all this, Rob is not only are you worried a little bit about his temperament, about, you know, if you're not getting along with Popovich, I got I to gotta imagine on some level that well, there might be a little bit of that Belichickian kind of thing where guys... When a guy hasn't played for almost a year and it's so secretive and the injury he had wasn't, like, life-threatening, you know, like, to, to where he should still not be playing. And, and don't get me wrong, I get it. I get part of it from the standpoint of just ask Isaiah Thomas, who was on the verge no, of a— No, he's the poster child. He's the poster the, child. The Brinks truck never showed right? up. Never showed up because, you know what? He wanted to be a good soldier, rush himself back for the team in the playoffs or whatever, right. and it cost him. Cost so, him huge. So, so I get it. I, if you don't feel right, I wouldn't play. I, I, you couldn't convince me to play unless I had my 205 deal already signed, and then I would try. No, that's but, it. But I can't do it. and no. I, So I don't, I'm not begrudging. At all, Kawhi Leonard. I and, get it. But the only the only thing I thought he had misstepped, and now this is a whole other angle, right? Up until we got to the the silly season and the finals were done, it was the only misstep I thought was you should have been sitting in an expensive suit on the bench during the playoffs. No, I got you. Right. That's it. That that the optics of that are just terrible, and you make make you look bad because even if you can't play, and your teammates may fight you about like, injuries, it was or whatever like Kawhi. Else, Remember just Ka- show up. Ka- I mean, uh, yeah, Kyrie. Who didn't? Who right. had a, the surgery? Right that day. That day, instead of he could have easily pushed it back a week. Right, been there for game Same seven. It's exactly. just the optics, right? right? The um, optics. And which is why Kyrie's in every rumor that we have going forward as well. And we'll get to him coming up uh, a little later on in the hour, uh, and in terms of his wanting or or not uh, of LeBron when he was originally going back to Cleveland. But that's the thing with Kawhi at this point is that was the only part that I really disagreed with was be there with your team, even if you're salty. 
even if you're cursing them under your breath the entire time you're sitting on the so bench. He was so salty that the planners called him that oh, day. Oh, nicely that done. Right? I, this is where I thought Gronkowski yelling D's nuts was coming over okay, Tyshirt. No. C minus for you. It's Friday night. Come on. Be ready. Let's go. You I'm sorry. What? What are we he just for? he just stared at me like <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm swiping one you know way what? or the other, and I'm not paying attention. Some, that buckwheat hasn't kicked in yet. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. But for Kawhi Leonard at this point to not at least issue a statement, I don't expect him to get in front of a microphone. No, no, that's fine. But it's got to be something official. Just saying, here's here's where we're at. Because otherwise, all you've got these stories are crazy. Right? The fact that they're now making you a Hollywood but, film but like you, you've already signed with the Lakers or Clippers and you're being moved to a safe house as a guy, to avoid team officials. That, that can't that you can't put that back in. That that cow's out of the barn, as man. As a guy who's been worked in the newspaper business for twenty five years, these NBA guys get paid for these stories and look you know, during this time of the year. So they're talking to anybody, talking to sources, talking to scouts talking to GMs, all this stuff is coming out. And it's not that it's made up, but but it depends on who you're talking to well, but, but, and how much they really know. And if you think you know the guy, you go, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with it. You right, know what I mean? Got, he's got skin in the game for a decade exactly. or however long he's been around. Might be in a desperate spot given the changing times of journalism, whatever. And we, all, we know that the extra confirmations, that second source, third source, whatever, that's out the window. Right. I mean, we, we've thrown that. But you you're getting an award. You showed me a... A mock-up of a, a program. Yeah, that's coming You're up. That's coming up. up. We'll Next talk, week we'll no, talk about that's that. crazy stuff, yes. man. Crazy very, stuff. But either way, just something. go. Just very owing nice. to the whole journalism thing of making sure, you know, it's the measure twice, cut once. In this day and age, that's not what happens. So what we have are crazy stories. And it, that could be 100% false, but I'll tell you what, that was a lot of fun as that broke down. And you hear it on a podcast, and you, I played it back probably five times before I came to the studio going, what the hell's going on? How do you let this get to a point where this kind of story can pretty much submarine the reputation you'd built right. for the better part of the decade of a guy that just went along with the team, a guy who bought in defensively and made that his hallmark as a two-way he player. He did everything right except make that free throw against LeBron and uh, them well, in Miami. It's too I'm soon, not, bro. No, I'm not, I can't Kevin live that Durant's one down. Kevin Durant's still laughing at it. I cannot live that one down. That was just brutal. You remember that when he oh, missed sure. that free throw? When he, I was on the phone, a buddy of mine had called me, and he goes, "Wow, LeBron and them are going to lose." You know, this is he's talking it up, and I'm like, and he and while we're on the phone, he misses the free throw, and I said, "Dude, the game's not over. What are you? Are you crazy? He's got to make that free throw." We see that often. And Ray Allen saved LeBron's bacon right there. That was the most unbelievable shot. If you remember. Half the crowd, I have. Oh, they were gone. They were they were out the building. They no, were banging we, on we, the door trying to get back in when they realized it was overtime. No, remember that well on air and and watching it, people streaming out. They brought then, the trophy, didn't they? Bring it out, or and they put the ropes up in oh, Miami. No, they were starting. Yeah, they were, they were getting the everything thing. ready for the uh, for the presentation. Ah, uh, Miami fans, good times. Wow, that's a good memory. Rob Parker in for Jason Smith, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you from the Geico Studios. Follow him on Twitter. At Rob Parker FS1, find me over at Swollen Dome. Uh, we'll be letting you chime in on the news and notes of the day. Hey, you know what? Tomorrow, there's more quarterfinal action. Where can they find it, Big A? Olé, 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 olé. Watch olé, every second of the World Cup olé. on Fox and FS1. Take it with you on the run as you're celebrating your holiday weekend on Fox Sports Go, Sweden and England. 
getting it going very early tomorrow, pregame at 6 a.m. Pacific uh, and kickoff at 7.02. Or I'm so excited. Pacific. Yeah, no, so am I. So am I. Sweden, Olsen's been phenomenal. And obviously, whenever you could celebrate the greatness of England star Harry Kane, we do so. Rob didn't even want to touch that with the 10-foot pole. Coming up next, we get back into more NBA fun and Kyrie Irving. We mentioned I had a mouthful of bit. kale going on. So oh, that's why good for say. you. Yeah, you Kyrie. took my salad. That was, that was me. Wow, guy. Now you got multiple multiple suspects for you, T-shirt, when stuff disappears from the fridge. Crazy things ahead. Kyrie Irving. Allegedly, he didn't want LeBron coming back. More hearsay, rumor, conjecture. Either way, Kyrie doesn't look happy anywhere he's at. We get into that next on Fox. Always, always ask. Today's Friday. That's right, Bill Belichick. We referenced you in the first segment, which means we woke you up. Welcome on in to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker in for Jason Smith. Jason will be back in the chair on Monday night. Did a week of the Dan Patrick Show alongside Doug Gottlieb. And today, Chris Broussard, your tag team partner on Sundays, the odd couple. You know what? I, I was thinking about you. I was out with my my kids. We, we went to Michael's. You ever been to a Michael's? Yeah. Like, right. like what is that? Uh, uh, if you're going to do some decorating, you're going to do some art projects, you know, right. they, they got all the things if you want to decorate I've, I've cakes rifled, and cookies. I've rifled and, through these 75% off bins at Michael's. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff there. And then now there's, there's a lot of coloring books. But it, the idea is that it's now a relaxation thing that therapists tell adults to go buy, right? Relax. So, so it'll be different, different themes. I've hey, seen that this. adults are doing coloring books yeah. now. So here, here's eating fan- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. So, so here's here's fan, but just to calm down, right? So you relax, and now you're coloring, whatever. Here's you know the palace at Versailles. Here's whatever the Eiffel Tower and surrounding gardens all across, whatever. Um, in between all of these and all these expensive markers, I found a Golden Girls co- coloring book. Did you really? Book. I almost bought it. it. Was but it was like twenty bucks. Twenty. That's too I, could, I couldn't very. No, you, know, you couldn't, I, you I couldn't, couldn't justify, justify that. twenty bucks. Now, if I was going to be able to get those shoes off your feet in exchange for the coloring book, then I might have been able to do that. But when you open it up and page three is a color in a Rue McClanahan, I mean that was next level stuff. But the only thing <laughs> is that that was cool is that. You got to color in the mattress on our back. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, no. Oh. Too soon, Rob. We're an hour and a half early. Slide over, baby. Ah, it's Friday. Slide over, baby, however you can. <laughs> at Rob Barker, FS1 on Twitter. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Having some fun with you. 877-99 on Fox. The phone number. We talked a little bit of Kawhi Leonard and the safe house. Chris Broussard had his reports his sources telling him that, no, 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 that's not how this went down at all. So somewhere in between, the truth there lies. Well, another story that is making the rounds, because what else do we do in the absence of games to be played, except for Summer League, which I know we're all celebrating. Oh, yeah. But you can only beat the drum for Grayson Allen and Trey Young scrapping it up a little bit in so much. I'll I know, tell you one thing, and yeah. I know it's early, and I, I never buy into whether guys are going crazy in Summer League. We saw Alonzo last year, right? Had a disappointing rookie year. But anyway, Trey Young has not looked good. I just. No, he's a, he's a chucker. He's, he's, not, he's a chucker. He can't defend anybody. He looks littler than I think people even thought. I, I'm not saying that he's a bust or he can't play. But so far, if you, if you just look at him and you didn't know who he was and you just look at him out there, he doesn't look that good. Guy putting Is up that shots. Fair? He wasn't efficient. 
right? You no. go back to his his game logs. He was a guy that tried to be a one man band, and what happened? Loss, 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 loss. Played within a system. Dan Byer and I talked about this after the his debut, where he was one of eleven from three point range. That's more like a day butt. That's not a debut. That's a day butt. There you go. Wow, that's that's how bad it was. Now, if he could come back with the butt. As as a bumper music at some point later. Yeah, see, we're, we're really what, going. What, doing the butt? There you go. Okay, very nice. Ain't nothing wrong. Yeah. See, I got a little you know little. That? I got a little bit in me, Rob. I got you. Wow. Yeah. I, I learned a thing or two hanging out on the south side of Chicago. There you go. Now, come on. on a now, Friday Rob's night. doing a full-on dance. Welcome to Friday night here on Fox Sports Radio. Everybody getting a, a, a little bit loose the, as the, the people are the walking go, down the street. They're dancing. The go-go beat. And there you have it. So Kyrie Irving, in a lot of rumors, maybe yes. he wants to go to New York. Maybe he wants to team He's, up with Jimmy Butler. He grew up in New Jersey. It looks like he wants to play for the Knicks. It That's makes what sense. Go about. hang out with Fizdale. Go hang out with Porzingis, uh, Nenekina, all those guys, and try to restore some glory to the long-dead Knicks franchise. Hasn't he, won a championship since 1973, which is just mind-boggling. Year of my birth, Rob Parker. So the that's a long, long time. I, I feel older wow. and older by the minute just by that date being thrown out for the, the Knicks futility. But with Kyrie Irving, there's also a report that started making the rounds a little bit earlier today. You had Jason Lloyd of The Athletic, Dave McMenamin of ESPN, and Joe Vardon of Cleveland.com. As they were talking about this in in a podcast, of Kyrie Irving may not have really ever wanted LeBron James showing back at his doorstep. It has been made clear to me by multiple people, Kyrie never really wanted LeBron to come back in the first place. That he didn't think like that it was necessary. LeBron said something to Kyrie on the court following a game when he was with Miami, something to the effect of "Keep going, keep keep doing what you're doing. You never know. I could be back here one day or something like that." And Kyrie went in the locker room. And Basically said, we don't need that. Like, what's he talking about? We don't need that. He didn't want him here in the first place. He, he didn't think the Cavs needed LeBron. He didn't want him here in the first place. That's been told to me by many, many, wow. many people throughout the organization. How about that? See, so Kyrie Irving doesn't want any part of LeBron. Uh, a growing narrative, perhaps, because we're hearing the Ka- Kawhi Leonard that it was more attractive to be in Los Angeles and be a Laker before LeBron James showed up there. So... As we go through the reading, the tea leaves is one of my favorite uh, terms in trying to sort out this fun and exciting NBA free agency and how trades are going to work out. You got a, a rising force of guys that don't want to be part of the circus. They don't want to be on that bandwagon and, and be the guys toting LeBron James bags, or so it would appear. Well, I, I just look at it as LeBron came here for semi-retirement to L.A. Because when LeBron comes and he doesn't know what team he has, it's hard for me to buy in that he's here to win. Not, LeBron always has to have the deck stacked for him. Well, and that was the interesting thing, right? When we got that report, and obviously he's out on a boat, and we're getting images and little videos of him grinning and whatever else. But the, the reports coming out of that meeting with Magic Johnson is that they both agreed that this is a slow play, doesn't have to happen in a year's time, and all of this stuff. And I start playing. I got guys from the L.A. Philharmonic playing some violins behind me. As as I looked at this, this is the guy that a month ago allegedly punched walls and broke his hand because he, right. he was mad at J.R. Smith. This is the guy that pouted and now after he's, and going into overtime and quit on his team in the overtime and now period he's of game cool, one. And now he's cool that he can just live in L.A., 
And if they win, they win. And if they don't, they don't. And how does that switch get flipped that fast, Rob? Because because that's what I'm saying is like I think LeBron doesn't want to lose any more finals, and he's okay. Wait, what do you call him? The Fafote, the finals failure of all time. Right there, you have it. Who me? Uh, yes, yeah, you. because <laughs> of all the former MVPs, he's lost the most championships. It's just that's and and it's not. Uh, you know, people also always want to talk about uh, Jerry West. Oh, he's one and eight in the finals. He's lost more. He was he never won an MVP in the uh, NBA. We're talking about former MVPs. LeBron James has more lost more championships than anybody. Else. That and up until about ten years ago, nobody knew Jerry West was a logo. Coming up next, sixteen-year NBA vet, former Lakers assistant coach and an analyst for UCLA. See, we can swirl all around the teammates and LeBron James coming up with us in a minute. But first, why wait until November for Black Friday savings when you can score big in July? Dell's Black Friday in July sales event is back and bigger than ever. Get incredible deals on the latest PCs and gaming laptops with Intel Core processors and get this, free shipping on everything. Plus, don't miss an amazing selection of electronics and accessories. For huge deals, call 800-BUY-DELL. It's their best Black Friday in July ever, but it won't last all summer. So visit dell.com slash Black Friday or call 800-BUY-DELL today. Tracy Murray joins us on the other side. But first, we step out to the award-winning update anchor, Tom Looney, Hi. who's ready for a big Friday Tom, night. Tom oh, Looney. I've got nattering name bobs of baseball numbers, guys. Uh, Texas Rangers have a 45-year-old pitcher, big fat pitcher named Bartolo Colon, the big sexy. Tonight, he was trying to become the winningest Latin American pitcher in Major League history. And then, instead of eating a meatball, he served a meatball to James McCann of the time. Line to left field. This one's deep. Down the line. Got a chance. Gone. All right. James McCann with his first home run since late May. A two-run shot, two-run Tigers. Dan Dickerson with a call earlier. XYT Detroit Tigers, Walker, the Texas Rangers, 3-1. Most dramatic baseball game of the night. Mets, Rays, WOR, New York. Swinging a high fly ball deep to left field. Wendell going back. This is going to go. Grand slam. Put it in the books. A game-winning grand slam into the second deck in left field by Jose Bautista. 5-1 was your final, and two of the best teams in baseball went at it on WTMJ Milwaukee. Hurts my jaw just to say those call letters. 1-1 one, one oh, to Aguilar. Geez. Hit in the air, a ton to center. Where's this one going to land? All the way off the scoreboard. Big man hit ball far. Three-run homer for Aguilar, and it's 5-1 Brewer. 5-4 was your final. Your other night baseball games uh, that have gone final. Indians beat the A's 10-4. Good buddy. Blue Jays tank the Yanks 6-2. Red Sox crown the Royals 10-5. Twins clip the Orioles 6-2. Marlins swatted the Nats 3-2. And Astros laundered the White Sox 11-4. For games in progress, check out FoxSports.com. And now we continue. Jason Smith is out. And we got Rob Parker and Mike Harmon waxing loquaciously about sports into a microphone on Fox Sports Radio. Appreciate that, Looney. We staged a sure. bloodless coup. Hey, Smith hey, will be Tom, back on what, Monday. Yes. Yeah. Was, Hi, that, was that the sound of the ball actually hitting the scoreboard? Like, uh, Wasn't that amazing? I yes. heard that. They have microphones everywhere that's now. Impo- that's crazy. And, and, that's, and that, cameras, too, guys. That's, so be remember that, Looney. Yes, the walls have ears, my friend. Right, We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. So go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. 
The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He's Rob Parker. I'm Mike Harmon, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here on Fox Sports Radio. We go out to the hotline, six-year, 16-year NBA. I don't want to cheat him out of that decade. 16-year NBA vet, former Lakers assistant, and now working over at the UCLA Sports Network at Real Tracy Murray on Twitter. Tracy, good to talk to you. How you been? I've been good. Thanks for having me on. Right. Hey, you didn't you didn't cheat me. You gave me a couple extra. I like that. That's All right. right. Well, I just want to keep making. I mean, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to be good. And just, that makes that pension a little bit better. That would be right. better, right? <laughs> better. All right. So now that LeBron's reaching those numbers in his years, I, I just shaking my head. Rob and I were just discussing it a little bit ago, Tracy, of the slow play idea after this guy's been breakneck pace to try to win at all costs suddenly a slow build with rondo stevenson and his band of merriman is okay what's what, what's going on I, I think uh the lakers are are they put a couple of pieces together to at least get everybody excited about what's going on i i think that they have enough to get to the playoffs maybe the eighth seed seventh eighth seed but they don't have enough to win it at this point right now. Is it fun? It's kind of funny to me, though, that all of the, the buildup to free agency, LeBron actually shows up and it's been met with a, all right, that was fun for about 12 hours, and then it's now, all right, what else you got, Magic? <laughs> well, I mean, there's only so much that they can do with, there's only so many free agents that you can go get. Uh, now the Lakers are relying on a trade with Kawhi Leonard in which San Antonio don't want to make that move. So what they're going to have to do is, after the move is made for Kawhi with another team, the Lakers are going to have to deal with that team because they have to get something for Kawhi if he plans on going to the Lakers after this. Well, the other part too, Tracy, I think is uh, people assume that Paul George was coming because he said he wanted to play at home in Los Angeles and the Lakers didn't go out and make that deal happen. And what happened? He goes somewhere else, he likes it, and he wound up staying. Same thing could happen with Kawhi. I think if people are banking that automatically Kawhi is coming to the Lakers, I think they're making a big mistake. Well, I think the Lakers have a lot to prove throughout the season on how they're playing, how they're doing. Uh, another thing is um, Paul George is a, is, a, is a nice guy. He's one of those guys that don't like disappointing people. And, you know, Russell Westbrook is a good friend of his from Los Angeles as well. And, he, you know, he put the pressure on him. Hey, I, don't leave me out here by myself. So now what happens is he's feeling bad, and, and he, made, he made sure that he was uh, re-signed over there at OKC. And maybe a guy that didn't want the pressure of, of putting on a, a jersey out here in his hometown. Or maybe uh, he just maybe doesn't placement. want to be second fiddle to LeBron. We, we've seen but other it's okay play- being number two to Russell no, Westbrook? We've seen other players who don't, but the difference is, I think— Well, the circus follows you. And Tracy, stop me if I'm wrong. I think the difference is when things don't go right, Russell Westbrook gets uh, the, the brunt of— the criticism. And LeBron will blame and, you. And LeBron <laughs> blames all of his other guys who, when things don't go right. You know what I mean? It's like when LeBron wins with the guys, it's like LeBron's so great, look, he won without anybody. And then when they lose, what do you expect LeBron to do? He don't have a team. And don't we hear that every game? <laughs> well, I tell you what, that Cleveland team, I could have played on that team. <laughs> we got you. We would have gotten you that 16th year, Tracy. I could have hit an open jumper for them. I mean, LeBron was giving them open shots. All they had to do was knock them down. <laughs> well, they weren't able to do it. Tracy Murray on the hotline with us, former Lakers assistant, 
analyst for the UCLA Sports Network at Real Tracy Murray on Twitter. So you know Lonzo, you watched him at UCLA. We watched his rookie season. Now this meniscus injury that Jason and I raised our hands and started wondering aloud as that first became reported. Put that aside for a moment. What is he in the the future of the Lakers' plans? I mean, we saw some things that we liked, but certainly some limitations in his game at this point. Although now he's got that Mike Bibby body up, well, up top. But we also seen that they, they got Rondo. Rondo's not going to come here and not look to play. So, Tracy, what happens? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, right now you look at LeBron who handles the ball and you got Rondo who handles the ball. You know, <laughs> I'm really wondering what Lonzo's future is. I mean, are, is this a quick fix to get attention to the Lakers and to make the Laker fans feel good about what's on the court, or is it a situation that Lonzo has to be worried about? And if he doesn't come to compete and take his spot, then it's something that he has to worry about. Yeah, looking at Rondo, it's not a guy that you're expecting to put his arm around anybody and, and give him the uh, Rondo's a competitor. The, the push him on, but, but yeah. certainly maybe that's the thing. Uh, that at least in the short term that you're hoping for. And if you do find your way into the playoffs, well, we have all celebrated the glory of playoff Rondo. I, I do uh, have one other thing I want to ask him about. about uh, The thing that of, of all the stuff that bothered me about Lonzo is how does a guard shoot 45% from the free throw line? Help me with that. He didn't shoot that poorly at UCLA. It's all mental. When, when you know, it's already enough pressure to be a Laker and to be an A-list celebrity in the city we're star, of, of all stars, you know, they're, they're, this is a star city. And to have that pressure on you is enough already without the extras that he's been having on top of his head as well. So uh, 45% from the free throw line, that he shoots better than that. I think he just needs to zero in and get focused and, and don't worry about the extracurriculars that's going on outside the court. Worry about what's going on in between the lines. As they reconstituted this roster, you know, one of the things – Theories proffered out. We've talked about it a bunch. Kobe Bryant, in an interview he did earlier in the week, referenced it as well. Is it is it time for LeBron to start looking more at the low block and maybe not have the ball in his hands as much as well? I think if he's going to last to as, as as long as he is talking about playing, you know, he said he wants to play with his son one day. If that's the case, then he's going to have to get off the ball a little bit and save himself if he wants to last that long. Uh, definitely being on the block can help him. Um, you know, those mid, you know, right there at the elbow where, where Kobe used to post up and face up and jab, step, step back, jump shot, or in LeBron's case, put your shoulder on somebody and get to the rack. So he's going to have to slow it down at some point. He's right. at year 15 right now. Tracy, what about, you know, for all the hoopla and excitement about LeBron, I thought the Warriors' answer with Boogie Cousins was beautiful. I mean, <laughs> immediately – Put into perspective that not only aren't the Lakers winning uh, anytime soon, but uh, uh, the addition of Boogie Cousins, and I know he's hurt and he's not fully back yet, but uh, just talk about adding another. Now they have five All-Stars at every position when Boogie comes back and will be ready in the second half of the season or whatever. How much tougher is it going to be to beat that team? Well, they were going to win without Boogie Cousins. I mean, they're, they're a well-oiled machine. They already have enough weapons. Um, adding this weapon, I don't know. I really don't know about this weapon because, number one, he has an Achilles tendon tear. I, I don't know any player that's come back from that and re, 
claimed his form at that level, especially when you have a guy that big step out onto the perimeter and try to do guard stuff like isolating guys. He has to push off and be able to move. And Dominique Wilkins struggled with that after his Achilles tear. Uh, Don McLean, I think, had a, uh, an Achilles tear, and he, he couldn't use his quick first step to get by somebody to shoot his floater or his one-bounce one dribble pull-up. So it's a tough injury to come back from, number one. Number two, his style of play is a little too slow for Golden State. So are they going to slow up and wait on him, or are they going to keep going and shoot those three? So I, I don't know if that was the right pickup for them. It's a, it's a great player, and you, and you can – Talk about the hype behind five all-stars starting. But at the same time, there's got to be some type of sacrifice around there. Uh, remember that the all-star game is a big thing for guys that are stars. That's where they get their extra endorsements and stuff. Now, if the ball is not being shared and guys are not happy, somebody's going to get selfish because they want to get to that all-star game. That's some, these are things that you have to throw into, take, take into consideration when you add a fifth all-star. Yeah, there's two things off that. One, I, I don't know how you, coming off an Achilles, don't take two years, $40 million. Right. And just bank that. that. If that if that report was true, that that, that offer came after the injury, I don't, I don't know how you don't deal with it for another two years and then bet on yourself. The other is, though, it, it'll keep the Warriors locker room from getting bored and complacent because <laughs> that's an adding a little bit of crazy. Because uh, we saw how much he would go after guys when he was in Sacramento, so maybe right. maybe this is a little. And he went after Kevin Durant. I, I mean, we got all sorts of stuff. But if you're the Warriors for five million dollars, that's a great. Oh, opera. you roll the dice. You have to roll sure. the dice yeah. on that. Yeah. It's not like you just yeah. gave him thirty-five million and you're hoping and wishing five million dollars in NBA money. That's four dollars, so that's no big. Especially deal. in San Francisco, right. yes. Right. I mean, that's a steal. That's a steal for the Warriors to get him at $5 million. So, yeah, you do roll the dice on that for one year. And, of course, they're going to win again. He's going to get a <laughs> ring. But, it's an, but it's, a, it's an experiment to see how he fits, not only on the court, but in the locker room. Just remember, Swaggy P is an NBA champion. Tracy Murray <laughs> on the hotline with us, Lakers, former Lakers assistant analyst for UCLA. Tracy, thanks for being, hanging out with us on a Friday night. Go enjoy the weekend. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep, Talk to you soon, you. buddy. Tracy Murray. Find him on Twitter, at RealTracyMurray. He's Rob Parker. I'm Mike Harmon. The Jason Smith Show on with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio rolls on. Coming up next, would you pay 20 bucks for a beer at a game? In one city, you have to. Next on Fox. Greetings. Welcome back in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. You can switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Rob Parker in for Jason Smith this evening. Find him at Rob Parker FS1. You see him on Undisputed. You see him yelling at people on Colin Cowherd's couch. I mean, you're all over the place. A man among uh, among men wearing a Mets hat that I feel like I, I have to at least tell you I'm going to snatch it from your head uh, for my normal tag team partner and extort him. You look confused. It was a crazy play that the Angels and Dodgers were doing, but uh, yes, this is an. All- I, I thought you were watching the the Lichens and Bill Nye no, kicking no, no, some no, ass. No, no. Look at looking- he's got a sword. Oh my goodness! If you just saw what what transpired, I, you know, Sosher must be livid because they didn't run the play right. You got to run these guys down. It was a run out, run, a, a run down, or two guys on second base. But anyway. This is an all-star. How does he still have his job? But that's a whole other thing. Well, because he's still living off of 2002. I mean, I guess. 
You get 16 2000, years, two, yep. you don't even get that many years in the NFL. It's unbelievable. Five years, you're done. Still living off of that. Anyway, you got this all-star game Mets hat, which is just but this beautiful. this is an all-star cap, red, and I'm going to the all-star game. I'm covering it for the ShadowLeague.com, and I'm so excited because it's in the nation's capital, D.C., great ballpark, great uh, the atmosphere. It'll be great. Last year was Miami, home run derby. You see what, <laughs> just, well, that's, that's you see what just, I'm saying? Look at this. Tom Foolery. It's just ridiculous. It was totally ridiculous. Again, shouldn't shouldn't have a job. I I was just wondering if there was a song choice that Tyshirt had made that there were lyrics that were maybe objectionable. That your mouth was a game going. Wait, I can't believe he's playing this. It's not even the slide over baby hour. I don't know what was but you going saw on. How crazy that was! No, I saw it in the replay. In the moment, I was trying to converse with you and hand you the baton. No, I got and you. And you looked all confused. I was like confused you were watching by... the werewolves and vampires no, no, fighting no. on on one of our TVs as we take you behind the scenes here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Now, you mentioned you'll be at a ballpark, and as a member of the media, having your credential. You don't have to worry about the high prices uh, that some believe concessions are. I say if you can get the extra buck for the stuff you do, right? Well, you, you, pay, you pay in the press box now. Everybody pays for their meal or whatever, an unlimited pop. There's no alcohol you anymore. You said pop. I'm, I'm, I love I'm, that. I lived in Michigan for nice. 20 Soda, some odd years. pop. Yeah, pop. good times. My friends, when I go back to New York, they go, stop saying that. It's soda. And I'm like. I'm so used to calling it pop now. See, you got to be careful, though. Nowadays, you might actually get into fistfights over things like that. Yes. People, uh, <laughs> civility has gone out the window. But the just the idea that I, I remember with the how excited everybody was with the Arthur Blank experiment in Atlanta saying, oh, look, he... It went, he it went great for no, them. No, that's great. They sold more merchandise. They lost their ass. No, they didn't. No, they lost money. Just because you sell more product, this is where everybody got it wrong. Just because you sell more product doesn't mean you made profit. How did how did you lose your money when when a when a, a fountain drink costs thirteen cents no, the, the, and, the, it's, the, and they're selling it for nine dollars? No, no, but the point is you now have to staff that many more people. You have to have that many more people walking around selling these concessions and the carts and the insurances and I everything. I through. didn't hear was a, a lose lose. Was it a lose lose deal? It was. It was. It was a well. It was a win in terms of PR. It was a win in terms of. The fan experience, but and, and obviously they walked out gluttonizing more hot dogs like Joey Chestnut for less money. Yeah, but the but, only problem is you get a $2 hot dog, but you need a $4 Alka-Seltzer to wash it down. Well, there's that along the way. But right? in San Francisco, you go up to AT&T Park, you want to get a craft beer, be prepared to shell out $19.25. Stop Stop. Yes, you want a Lagunitas? You want a Stone Delicious IPA? Little Bear Republic Racer 5, 19 and a quarter, which means you're giving them, you're probably just handing over the 75. But on principle, maybe people don't because they're giving them 1925 for the beer. See? Maybe that tip goes out the window. That story in the New York Times says in Atlanta, concession prices go down and revenues go up. They didn't lose any money. That's not profit. Revenue is different from profit. Yeah, but Jason said the same. Go ahead. I'll, it's I'll, basic. I'll, I'll, econ- go ahead. Relax. Revenues were up. They sold a bunch more product because this was a great. I mean, it's a great experiment because you got to try to figure out what the fan value is, right? So you win. Right. You win in their comment cards, but in the end, if you're taking a loss, and Arthur Blank seemed to be willing to at least short term until they figure out where the the price point is to stick to get to profitability. It or said. At least break it, even. Sa- it said that despite the fifty percent decrease in prices for food and non-alcoholic drinks. The amount spent per fan increased by 16%. Again. People spent more money. But again, the, the 
point was, and I, I'll find the other article that talked about the profit. Yeah, so I want to see that. So okay. sales going up is one thing. You still have costs offset I get against that. these these sales, Rob. Okay. 16%. We'll talk about that as we go forward. Coming up next, NFL has more officials and Carmelo's on the move on Fox. Greetings. Welcome in hour two of the show. The debate over revenue, profit, and concession prices continue. Evidently, I'm living in some ivory tower in terms of, and I'm, I'm pro-management, evidently, is what I'm always told around here. In terms of, I'm running a business, I ran and a I'm business looking at profit. I in Detroit. I understand how no, that and, stuff and, works. And look, and you're trying to be the voice of the fan and make me out to be the bad guy, Rob you Parker. You are the bad guy. For Jason Smith here, the Jason Smith Show with you Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Find me on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. Rob, the voice of the people, the man of the hour, at Rob Parker FS1. You see him on Undisputed. Sits and debates Colin Cowherd, joins me when Jason dives off and, well, does other ventures and leaves Tyshirt and me behind. Uh, Quitter is what Tyshirt called him. I called him a traitor in the spirit of 1776. And Chris Broussard's a traitor, yeah, too. Chris Broussard did it to you he earlier. did it to me. Now, we, we still, we, now let's, ha- let's settle this once and for all, okay? Because even Chris gets caught up in this. Is it Broussard or is it Broussard? Broussard. Okay, because... Because even he's gotten his name worse. No, he used I think to he's say it before. It up too. No, I just before. want someone to tell me what's the pronunciation. We guys. want to know. Looney usually does this, but he's failed me in this regard. It's Broussard. Chris Broussard. Broussard. Right. Chris Broussard. When we hire, hi, it's Tom Looney, guys. Hey, thanks hey. for that disembodied voice. We when we uh, when we hired him here at the network, they put, took us all into a room, put guns to our head. They said, what's that? "Okay, that's a little bit this far." Is, this is a big shot guy from ESPN. It's Broussard. It's Make sure Bru- you pronounce it exactly. Broussard. And then everyone says Broussard. Right. Except, except for JT and I, who are the only ones, and Rob now, who does I know, it right. Because right. I just, uh, you yeah. know, I'm there every day, every you Sunday. Look him with in the him. eye and say, Broussard. Exactly. Yes. Or he'll kick your ass. <laughs> I'll take, uh, I don't know about that. But, <laughs> All uh, right. The battle battle between these guys into the octagon later on. Thanks for chiming in, Looney. Good to see you. Oklahoma City Thunder. They've got $300 million in plus in payroll. Trying to shed a little bit of that by ending their relationship with Carmelo Anthony. And if Jason were here, he'd be going all the way into his Stephen A. Smith and then maybe a little bit of Chris Broussard. He's working on that impression, too, uh, which means uh, eventually I'm going to shoulder tackle him and send him through the uh, wall over here. But they're saying that this partnership could give the Thunder as much as a $100 million cost savings out of that 310 that we've heard so much about. Financial implications of Anthony opting into his $27.9 million contract, which if anybody that expected him to do otherwise is a dope, uh, <laughs> let's just leave it at that, that the scaled back role isn't what he wants. So they're going to figure out a way to part ways and get this exit to happen. So either the stretch provision, combined buyout and stretch provision, and obviously you start spinning the wheel of where Carmelo Anthony wants to go, and it's the great question we ask in every sport, Rob. And we asked it of LeBron James an hour ago as we were debating the future and where he is mentally and what the move to L.A. is all about. You say he's heading for his L.A. lifestyle and he's packed so up he's, and he's tired of losing in the finals. The psychological damage of all those losses has taken its toll on him. So now he wants to coast into the next phase. I say he's semi-retired. Look at that. that. Le- Se- LeBron, semi-retired. He's out of the championship business. Here's the, the the fear, though, right? That's what I got. I don't know if you watched the secondary market for tickets here in Los Angeles. The as-yet unnamed home opener get in near to $500. 
475 at last check. How many nights off? He, he played every game this past year and proved a point. Hey, I can do it. Now that he's, well, back, and, and I keep waiting for the players to flex their muscle and just say, you know, blank this and take more nights off. And maybe the hand cast comes back. How many Kobe Bryant-like nights off does he take for those Laker fans <laughs> in his first year in L.A.? That would be interesting. I don't think so. I think the commissioner made his point. Um, network TV heads were paying a lot of money for their NBA rights, screamed and hollered and kicked. Because you remember. ESPN, well, that just means you don't take the Saturday nights off. ESPN got took jobs. All those you Saturdays. remember those Saturday nights for the big games? There were a games. bunch of those. And, and overall, I don't have a problem with it conceptually. You need a night off on a uh, Tuesday I, or whatever. So be it. LeBron can't take nights off. I don't. I don't totally disagree that LeBron, who is the look, face, he took the overtime face. off in Game One. No, he did, and that was and, and even he was on the court, but he took that off because he was saying, still pouting about the J.R. Smith play. Nobody t- called him. For if that. you're going to take a game off, it should be at home, not on the road. When you go to a city one time a year, that's not when you take you know, a day I, off, and I, that I, was the bad part. Ah, look, Johnny and, and Susie can get in a car. No, wait a minute. Johnny and Susie got, uh, for Christmas, they get tickets yeah. to see LeBron. That was their Christmas present. He's supposed to come to Memphis three days before Christmas, and he not only does he not play, he doesn't even make the trip. You think Johnny and Susie are feeling good about their Christmas gift? You know what? It's a tough lesson for Johnny no, and Susie. No, it's not. It's not. It's unfair. You know what? The next day, the sun's going to shine. You know what I call except that? Except in certain parts of the I country. I call that consumer fraud. That's it. Borders on consumer fraud. 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 Wow. Because you know what the tickets say when I bought the tickets? Said First of Cleveland all, it said, Cavaliers no, it against. Didn't. It said, yeah, it come did. see LeBron no, James no, the ticket and didn't the say that. Top Cavaliers. No, that's not on the Who's ticket. Who's on the ticket? Is LeBron on a ticket? Not on a road ticket. Yes, if LeBron's he is, then the that, no. If he's on that ticket on a road team, they got a whole other problem going on there. You know that the tickets there. have players on them, right? Yeah, they usually have the home guy. Come see. And LeBron I know there's James. an awful lot of teams that they don't have twelve guys that you want to represent many, on a ticket. How many commercials when they were when they were advertising those tickets? No, said, come the, see LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sure. Right? That's what it said. So on the ticket, it has to yeah, say. Yeah, but you know who you have to sue? You have oh. to sue them for selling you the ticket advertising LeBron. Now no, LeBron, you got to put on a ticket now, subject to appear. You remember those? Uh, but it, but that those uh, those says shows. It in the back. What was those? Uh, those uh, celebrity shows. They used to say all these stars were going to be on the show. Well, and then it might be too and, drunk to and, let them in front of the and camera. And then they never showed up, so they had to they had to put a, a star. How, how many how many events do, have you covered in your years Subjects? where you've gone to some charity event and, and these guys and none of those guys show up? Happen. And then it's some C list person. Especially right. here in LA, man. That gets you get some crazy stuff so, uh, going on there. Scheduled to appear. That's what they used to say. Scheduled to appear. Anyway, the point I was trying to make is LeBron going into his next phase and whether he goes down on the low block, whatever the case may be, changing his role and at least changing the championship mindset. At least that's what the bill of goods we've been sold here in Los Angeles. Laker fans around our hallways of the Fox Sports Radio studios and around Los Angeles is that it doesn't have to happen this year in terms of championship or bust, which to me, again, is asinine for a guy punching walls and wearing fake casts and whatever else. But the you have that part of transitioning and whatever he becomes. I don't see Carmelo Anthony suddenly saying, hey, I'm a sixth man, and I'm coming off the bench to offer firepower, that suddenly he's flipping that switch in his mind either as a guy who's always been a chucker and a ball stopper that suddenly he's going to show up in Philadelphia or Houston or here in Los Angeles and suddenly accept a diminished role. If he wanted to accept a diminished role, he could have stayed in Oklahoma City, right? I guess. 
I guess the money thing, but but he didn't want any part of coming off the bench. Allen Iverson probably could have played four or five more years in the NBA if sure. he was willing to come off the bench, be instant offense, play 15 to 18 minutes, and have the green light, right? Because well, we saw there. that with it. I mean, in the NFL, we see it all the time. Did Grant Hill with... not do that? Grant Hill was a big star. You know what he did? He went to the bench. And well, he played he for was a long guy time. That, he, he had got a nice hurt. long career. Right, but he, he was Despite willing... his injuries, he, he battled. He took a role and made a long career. Out. Exactly, and that, that's the point. you got to let go of your ego at some point, and some of these guys can't do it. And they've never been on the bench, and they refused to do it. And uh, those guys, things don't work out for you when you when you when uh, when you don't still have the same skill set. Interesting to watch him this past year, as you as you mentioned, the diminished skills, and and really a lot of times just looked like he was a step and a half slow, not just that step. Still averaged sixteen points, sixteen point two a game. Shot just forty percent, well below his career mark. But you've seen that number drifting down for four straight seasons, but still one of those guys that plays most every night. So in the, today's NBA, that actually has some value when you're looking at veteran guys, whatever the makeup and the history, because there's certainly, you, you always try to read between the lines and get through the noise of stars, because not a superstar, star like Carmelo Anthony as to what, what really is the effect. What's your gut? What do you think he's going to wind up? My gut says he'll end up here. Really? I don't think so. Perhaps in a Clipper uniform, though. Okay. That that would make a, make more sense. Because he, he moves the needle a little bit in terms of, of star power. Because what do they got right now? No, and, and you know what? Some, you could make the argument that the, the what the Lakers have done so far is add non-shooters around No, LeBron. that's it. They right? don't have so a single guy. They, they don't have a I guy. Mean, you got a right. guy like Rondo that can press. But Rondo's and, not a good shooter. But he's shooter. not a shooter. No. No. Lonzo's no, not a shooter. Score. I mean, no, Lonzo. No, Lonzo. Forget you can start looking around and go, "Where are the shooters?" Well, the send in the clowns is really where we're at. I mean, I could bust out the Frank Sinatra song for what they've done in that. Locker. That's one of my favorite songs, actually. Well, you know, it's one of those drinking songs at the end of the night. Send in the clowns. Sad, just sad dir- funeral dirge of a song. Uh, as we're supposed to be festive on a Friday. Yes. Now I, I make the reference. Come on. Now we're in this and. Pump up the volume. A terrible place. But you've got a great reality show, right? You'll have a great documentary of LeBron's first year. But right now, you don't have a guy that he can dish to. And we watched it in Cleveland last year, how frustrating it got when you even had a Kyle Korver when he'd hit a couple of shots, but they couldn't leave him out for long periods because he was such a defensive liability. And J.R. Smith was so hot and cold, mostly cold. Mostly cold. Mostly cold. He He had his moments. There were a couple of games where... He was a factor as that playoff run to get to the finals happened. But here, there's not a single guy. It's Kyle Kuzma. Is he the guy that's supposed to suddenly elevate to an elite score? I've seen some folks estimating suddenly he becomes a 24-point-a-night guy with LeBron James there. And the question is, well, what is that ceiling? That rookie year was 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 phenomenal. It was blessed, and it was a lot of points for a bad team. No, nope, but that's fine. I mean, he, he can shoot, and he can score. I mean, he can score, so I think – they expect even more from him, uh, and I, I don't know. I mean, with LeBron on the court, will that open him up a little bit, right? In theory. In, in theory, theory this all works together and, and things push ahead. And, you know, one of the phrases Kobe Bryant used in the interview he did with, with Jason Smith and, and Doug Gottlieb earlier 
in the week was the, you know, pressure creates diamonds. He was full of cliches and management speak. Pressure bust pipes. That's what well, uh, that, Rasheed that Wallace does. used to say. No, as a guy who spent a day with plumbers fixing pipes down in, the, in my garage area, I, I, I know that well. Did you deposit any quarters in the crack of the plumber's crack or no? No. <laughs> what am I, five? <laughs> Dude, Dude man, come on, I want to do it sometime. Just put a quarter in and. See, you know. I don't buy for a minute that you haven't. I haven't done it. No, I've, I've wanted to e- do e- it. Whether it was a plumber or somebody else. I, I bet I, you you've I done that I at really least once. To. You've been to a number of clubs and stuff over time. I'm, ge- I'm guessing you've maybe, probably pulled maybe that move. Two, maybe two or three quarters have disappeared. Yeah, see? <laughs> Even for experimental purposes. Hey, let me try this on you. See if this works. Does credit card work or what? Credit card, no. Oh, okay. You no, know why? Uh, now you got potential cuts and yeah, abrasions. And not only that, you got to put that back in your wallet <laughs> after, you know. Hey, what's in after your you wallet? After you get the approval rate, after you get the approval code. Wow, that's next level right there. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate code. I had another point that I'm just going to let go. You are wacky they, tonight. You, no, you went left turn on me and just kept running down the highway. Uh, in those shiny red shoes so I could track you the entire way. NFL has seven new officials. Yes, a lot of the veterans that you've come to know, love, or hate are finding their way to the broadcast booth. What's it mean for game play and implications on a larger range, potentially going back into the wallet conversation that we were just having? That's next. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Rob Parker in for Jason here on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome back here to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Jason off this evening. Back on Monday, did the Dan Patrick Show alongside Doug Gottlieb all week. Rob Parker in his stead, on loan from FS1. You see him on Undisputed. You hear him here on Fox Sports Radio along Chris Broussard. Getting that pronunciation right. The odd couple on Sunday nights. Rob, fill folks in on the particulars. Every Sunday... From uh, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. P.M. That's right, P.M. Sorry about that. Well, because 6 sure. to 9. Uh, That's your time slot. Pacific, you're, you're, you're staging a coup. <laughs> as I, hey, by the way, I took your slide. No, no he's no, in no. on in the evenings. You, you find me and Dan Byer 6 to 9 every Sunday morning with Fox Sports Sunday, getting you up and going as you're off to services, maybe sitting in services during fantasy football season. I've had a number of people up in the in the balconies. Including while, while the sermons including, are going. Including the minister, Probably. Right? Yeah, probably. Probably. We'll take a moment or two to chime in and want a little bit of advice or a little bit of injury updates. Uh, we're, we're back doing fantasy at least one segment every week. Uh, this week, Ephraim Salam will be my co-host as we traverse the sporting universe. Uh, Swollen Dome on Twitter at SwollenDome.com as we relaunch the website for fantasy football information and other general tomfoolery. Uh, appreciate you stopping on by. And, of course, tonight we do appreciate you as what is an extended holiday weekend. Uh, let's be safe out there. Thanks for taking a few moments to listen to Rob and I yell at each other here in the guy. Nah, the we're good. We're cool. You no, know it's that. all positivity. But, you know, if we're talking it about seems cons- like we're working up a lather on. If we're talking about concessions, we might get into a knockdown drag out. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Right. The economics of sports. And I, I go to the event side. Most folks think a ball game is something they can go to and just kind of walk through the door uh, for that double saw buck and be done. But we'll get into that a little bit later. The NFL roster of game officials for the 2018 season finally released. I know you were waiting with bated breath. But what's interesting is you have seven first-year officials 
coming on board, including, well, the son of Hockley, uh, promoted to referee for the upcoming season. Ah, nepotism, huh? Hey, someone's got to carry on the biceps torch, Rob Parker. Don't be so dismissive of your your referees. But what's interesting about this, right, is you have seven new officials when scrutiny of what referees have done in terms of their efficiency and how many times we call for replays, how many times during a televised game they'll stop it down and be like, I don't know. Or you at home sitting there with your DVR probably hit the rewind button because you want to take a look at something another time that in this this time where everything is is really under the, the microscope and the NFL has taken so many hits in terms of how the league is operated altogether. Adding seven new officials to a game where we're already questioning a lot of what is this down to the basics of what is a catch is, is a dangerous proposition to me, to lose that many years of experience. Not that you don't have fresh legs, fresh eyes, whatever else, but now we're going to have a whole new crop of officials where the interpretation, just like you're learning to tackle differently in the structure yeah, but I, I think, trying to trying to get them integrated it will be an interesting con- I concept. think it's actually a good thing because I think the officials are even are too old, can't keep up with the play, and I know I don't want to get accused of ageism or whatever you want to say, but I think there should be like an age limit on some of these officials who are always behind the play, can't keep up with it. They miss so many calls. I think the ref the 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 M- NFL refereeing is awful. I thought that last year was awful. Oh, it's been awful for a long right, time. Right, for the last few years, it's really, really been bad. So if you could get rid of some of those, the dead weight and bring in some fresh blood, I'm all for it. Well, and, I think- and I get it with the, with the new gambling in some of these states. And, and you're going to have, I'm telling you, this is going to be open up with such a can of worms because I think when players have inside information now, and now it's not like you got to get somebody to Vegas or you got to do this. You could tell your brother, your cousin. No, but that, but that's it. Do you now have a moratorium in the locker room where well, you're, you're checking in a phone like you're going to a Dave Chappelle show? Right. Here's the envelope. There's got to be Here's the envelope. Because, Give me the burner phone. Give me the third I, one. If I, if I find out that Malcolm Butler's not playing before the Super Bowl, right? Probably feeling a little better about what the offense is doing on the other side. No, but right? And I can't call my cousin and say, go put down a bet, man. We know our best our best guy in secondary. Now, to be fair, not playing. Now, my my counter to that is you always could. No, but but I'm just saying. But no, you would have to get to Vegas. No, you didn't. Right? I'm Come on, you didn't have a guy in the back of a room. Oh no, somewhere Everybody. in Detroit. Don't tell me you didn't, didn't have a guy. I didn't. But I'm, I'm not just... saying you were the guy betting. No, but I'm, I'm... but you knew guys who knew guys. Yeah, but I just think we all that, know guys. I who think that guys. now when it's once once it's in the open, it's just like the weed thing. Right? People smoke weed all the time. Now you can walk in the street and smoke weed and you can do it. It changes everything. You know, that brings up a, no? a perfect PSA announcement. I that smell normally it all the time. Jason would yell at this point. Do you have a tie shirt? I can do it for you if you'd Why like. Why don't you do it for me? Lay off the weed. So that's one that's of the. That's Stephen A. Isn't yeah, that's yeah. Stephen A. So Jason in one of these contexts. Lay off the weed, man. So we've gone a whole week without one of his impressions. We'll let tie shirt step in for him on that one. But, yes, everybody's still going to do it. But from a gambling perspective, yes, there is, there is a, a little more of that and you possibility. Don't fe- and you don't feel because it's legal now? Do you feel as bad? Do you know, like, like 
like I think because it's legal, you start to say, well, it's legal. It's not it's not the it's not the end of the world. It's not like before we're gambling. I mean, Pete Rose is probably thinking, man, if I could only be playing now, you know what I mean? Like like well, if he was still would, betting on baseball, he'd be in trouble. No, but he wouldn't look it because the paper trail would no, still be I, there. I get that, but I'm just saying on how people look at it. It's like once you decriminalize something, it people don't have the same right the stigma goes the away. Stigma, the stigma's not there. No, I get that. So if my if my brother wins a big bet in Vegas or or somewhere in Delaware on a game that I'm playing in, people are not going to look and go, "What? He won uh, $200,000?" No, you're still going to have someone else go and cash that ticket. It ain't going to be your brother. Right. Cuz they they're probably going to know who your brother is. At least someone in that sport well, might all, have a We're all brothers. You know that. Well, in some way, shape, or form. It's like my uncle used to say on Mother's Day. He'd walk in and he'd shake everybody's hand. Say, happy Mother's Day, mother. And he, and he looks, he goes, what? And you'd go, what, what are you talking about? He goes, well, everybody's been a mother to someone. Obviously, leaving off the second yes, word for absolutely. the FCC compliancy. But I thought it was always a fun bit. Feel free to use it. Uh, just give credit. Maybe I'll trademark it. But the idea being that, yes, you'll have guys in position. But the other thing with the older officials, the more you, you kind of go through the, the processes, maybe that familiarity with the players becomes a bad thing, right? Especially guys with reputations like, all right, you're looking out for this guy and the call. Maybe with a fresh set of eyes, you don't have that 10-year relationship. That's what I think. With guys that have been around a while, and, and maybe you're calling it with, with blinders it on it, at right. least – at least to some degree, right? There's always going to be the judgment that comes in, and we, we talk about it all the time between pass interference, holding, whatever. But it's always just the curiosity with new officials as to where that point of emphasis comes in at, from their training and how quickly they're, they are to, to start throwing flags. Do we get a higher percentage of penalties? Do we start seeing a, a little bit of a change in the game flow as it's well, gonna, which it's has gonna, been slowed right. down tremendously the last couple of years? It's going to be interesting to see uh, because when some mistakes are made early, people are going to jump on it. You know, all these young new referees and, you know, they got rid of all the veteran guys and a lot of guys retired. I don't think they really got rid of it. It was mostly attrition, right? No, yeah, but that's it. You, got, yeah. you had a number of the guys retire, uh, and they're going to into television. So Mike Pereira should be getting a cut of their checks. Along How many way. guys can go on a television? How many booths are there for them to go? Well, they, I mean, they bounced Mike Carey, right? Because he was terrible. So you got what? CBS. Mike, Mike Carey Mike Pereira. was unbelievably bad. No, it was it was terrible. So you you're know going back, ta- and you want to go back and watch the tapes but of it, a lot of games he did. You know how many times that you watched and he said, "Oh no, they're, they're going to call this penalty. This has to come back." And it would be like, "Nope." I used to be like. How could you be that off? And you were wasn't he like a he was a, he was a head. The, he was the head guy. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the heads. But the idea just being that it, you created a whole new marketplace, and there's enough people carrying games or needing some commentator along the way. So why not? Because you add the college games to it too. You don't have to be necessarily a college official to dial up some of those extra checks. Mike Pereira, cottage industry, getting it going. Coming up next. Hey, two tour legends are going to play for $10 million. I really like this idea in about 2005. Coming up next on Fox Sports Radio. But first, we step out to our award-winning update anchor, Tom Lou. Hi. Tom oh, no jingle prepping. necessary, guys. I'm a humble man. Please. He's prepping for a big Friday night of Cerveza. That's right. So let's get it lathered up and get it get going. Right. Tom Looney. After 17 seasons in San Antonio, the Spurs have told Tony Parker to pound sand. So, Tony, 
has signed a contract with the Charlotte Hornets. One year, $10 million. Dwight Howard is now a Washington Wizards. Two years, $11 million. And earlier tonight, slam dunk contest veteran Zach Levine agreed to a four-year, $80 million contract with the Sacramento Kings. The Chicago Bulls had 48 hours to match it, and they did with 46 hours to spare. Four late-night liberal left-coast baseball games in progress. Freeway Series, Anaheim, California, where Gwen Stefani was born. But you knew that. Dodgers in front of the Angels, 2-1 to one in the bottom of the seventh inning. In the Valley of the Sun, Diamondbacks in front of the Padres, 3-1 uh, to one at the top of the ninth. Emerald City, where my cousin Maggie lives. Rockies in front of the Mariners, 6-1 to one at the top of the seventh. And San Francisco's China Basin, Giants in front of the Cards, 3-2 to two, the top of the eighth inning. The spicy, tangy, zesty, savory, award-winning, trending report po- po- powered by TrueCar. With TrueCar, it takes all the hassle out of buying a car. You don't have to even go into a dealer. You can sit on your couch. Just use the app. With TrueCar, you can find out what other people who live near you have paid for the car that you like. And once you once you got it, that price, lock it in with TrueCar. A more comfortable, confident car buying experience from the comfort of your couch. And now more rollicking sports talk with Mike Harmon and Rob Parker on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Looney. Sure. Appreciate that. Yes. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon and my yes man for the evening. That's Rob me. Parker. I'm the yes and, man. You well, know Well, you just said, yeah. You were like the guy in, uh, I'm trying to think, what, what's the uh, Eddie Murphy? He's in the, the prison cell. And the, the big guy behind him just keeps going, yeah. Ooh. Going back. That might have been trading places. Was that it? That might have that might have been it, because I could see it and I could see Tiny, and he and that's all he says is yeah. It's kind of like being on on certain record and and the guy that's just doing the background, right? And always right. says yeah, yeah. And it's not always Little John, contrary to popular. Drop it like oh, it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah, you can do that Drop too. Drop it like it's hot. Hey, whenever that's you all. get Snoop in, because you know what? When you talk Snoop Dogg, what are you talking, tie shirt? Oh no! Say it again. Ah. <sighs> Lay off the, the weed. weed. That's it. Go. Lay off the weed. Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. So you can go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Golf has a, well, a new marquee event that's being publicized, that this could happen. Match play showdown for up to 10 Million dollars between Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. Is that an old press release you're reading from? I, I was from wondering about that. No, no, no. it's Is this from two thousand from five fifty-two a.m. July sixth, twenty eighteen. Is what this came news. out. One hundred twenty-two combined PGA Tour wins, nineteen majors, live television, winner take all. I want this on cable. So when Tiger starts cursing as things go go awry, that this could could be pretty solid. Now, they're saying that there was a report that this could have happened on July 3rd, but the, the final negotiations, including the television deal and corporate deals, whatever, didn't finish in time. Uh, Mickelson, we're working on a different date. Thought it was done, but obviously it wasn't. In other words, I have no power here. Tiger Woods is still the draw, as evidenced by when he competes in tournaments in 2018. Even though Woods is number 67 in the world, Mickelson number 20, that you're looking at two guys with a lot of golf in the rearview mirror. Once upon a time, this was the would-be battle, right? Woods and everybody else and Mickelson, all those second-place finishes. Now it's I want to see the two of them do trick shots, just like when Phil's always doing those recovery shots and, and all sorts of lunacy. 
That that's what I want. This Tiger, because if you do this for a four day thing, he's not finishing. Doesn't move the needle at all. This it, is this like, doesn't excite you at all. Not not at all. Like like if this was, I'd rather have him fight ten or fifteen years ago. Like a steel cage match would probably be be more interesting and draw people. But I was thinking about and Mike, uh, help me out when Tiger and Sergio. Do you remember their mano y mano golf uh, outing? Do you remember that vaguely? Vaguely. We'll we'll get in the hot tub time machine, those, as Tom Looney would say. Those two guys, uh, I can't remember what year it was, but Sergio and Tiger played a one-on-one. It was televised. What year was that? I can't remember. I don't recall. I don't recall the event. I know they. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of they hate each other. Beyond that, I, I don't have a, a specific date. So now we've gone into that wonderful world of sports talk radio. This happened, didn't it? It did happen. We may speak no, it into it, existence no, like it, LeVar Ball before this is all said and done. But you go back to – I one of my favorite shows growing up was Rain Delay Time where they'd show the old home run derby that were out of Chicago and guys would sit and do interviews while the other guy was up to bat. And it'd be two stars. Right. Not just any guy. Like You've this was Willie Mays, and, Willie Mays and, yeah. and Hank Aaron battling it out or Ernie Banks and, and just go on down the line of guys that were playing in that era and they'd have this game and they'd be the color commentator and he'd talk about the, the home runs, but you'd get a slice of life of, you know, how guys were approaching things at different pitchers at the plate. Let's go through and you had a rough time with this guy and and all of that, and you get a little bit more of, of who they were and their, their personalities. Now you couldn't get a show like that together. I mean, we get the Battle of the Network stars and chicanery like that every now and again. But this one, I'm just curious to see how they try to pull it off, right? What what are the elements that would make this must-watch must other than I can gamble live on the Internet and in a Nevada sports book, hole for hole. Yeah. That's where it gets interesting, where maybe we get some money riding on it. Beyond that, I don't know how much this captivates folks at this point, given both both players well, but at this point, rankings aside, they're they're still draws, but they're not they're not guys that on a Saturday afternoon is this is televised. Are you stopping down? No, you'll check what the results are at the end. I, I think that obviously both the big-time stars, and even though they haven't had a lot of success, especially Tiger of late, they think that there's enough golf people who like both of them who still would want to see them play. But I'm with you. I just don't see how this moves the needle uh, as much or gets people uh, excited about it. It just seems like it's it's time is come and gone, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's passe, and it's old-timers day. And Well, there you go. Now it's summer. old-timers day at the – we got Looney singing. That 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 was random. Uh, that was next level. You right got there. me though. I I get you though. So it's it's. But you're wondering, I think, to some degree, do you see enough of a spike in the ratings with Tiger Woods that you think for your audience, whether you call it a, a niche audience or not, that there's there's enough of a percentage to make it worthwhile? And if you can get a couple of the car companies on board, the insurance companies, whatever else go down the list of endorsers that are still on the books for both guys, maybe there's enough money to be had in this to, for everybody to turn a, a tasty profit and just say, well, we did it. Everybody made money. Flip them off and go off into the sunset. No, but I think – Because I don't know. I mean, you're not going to be able to replicate this. No, but it's like – the stars of today. You're right. I just think it, it's one of those things, like you said. There could be money on the table that some people would love to see it. Nostalgia who love those guys, right? 
who like, yeah, I'm into that. All right, let's do that. Let's do this and see what happens. Maybe Tiger can win. Maybe Tiger will finally win something. It would be kind of cool to see him cashing a $10 million novelty-sized check. Right. Like he's Happy Gilmore at the end of each thing, and he's throwing it in the back of the car. It's like, hey, I got seven more thousand dollars. Although the only guy to get the big novelty-sized check was the winner. In this case, he would actually have the $10 million. So for Tiger Woods, he can claim victory. It's not another major. No, but it would but, be but another way to. He hasn't won in five off. years, right? He hasn't won anything in five years. But he's looked good. He's close, Rob. He's not close. He's close. He's going to vault over all of those guys. It just killed me when people keep saying that. When he wins one, wake me up. Let me know. Rob, and it I, comes down to Let me to know. This. Can he win one? Look, man, my kids are, are now old on a relative basis, right? They're, they're not they're, old. No, no, but they hit double digits. Okay. So what? I'm, my, they're old relative to the point I'm trying to make. When we're talking about, you know, Easter bunnies and Santa Claus. Sorry, you know, spoiler alert for those out there. Like, I can't, I can't sell that anymore. I doubt there are young but kids listening. But so you're, still, you're no, okay. no, hey, my voice soothes many young ears on a rough Friday. I mean, they had a rough week, and they said, you know what? That Harmon guy's on. He's you like mean, a big, warm hug. That might include blood coming from the ears, but go ahead. How dare you? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're a guest here in the Geico Fox Sports Radio And I'm talking studios, mess. And you just took a bat to my head. I'm sorry. I, I do. There's no question about it. But the idea being that I can't sell them that. But there's still the anticipation of Christmas morning because there's going to be presents. There's going to be that family feeling, that happiness under the tree or next at the breakfast table, whatever the case may be. And for a lot of folks, just like LeBron showing up to L.A., hey, it's a lot of hope that suddenly things are going to be great and turn around. Likewise, for Tiger Woods, the fact that he's entering tournaments on a regular basis, I got excited that he was penciling things into the schedule and saying, here's four tournaments I'm going to participate in. Because you know what? For the last five-plus years, you couldn't get him to do that. No, no. So I mean, at least that showed me uh, on some positive level, at least physically and mentally, he's feeling up to showing up at the golf course every couple of weeks. But you also see the way that they advertise every every major is like Tigers 10 years ago. Like you know, like they. But, they, what, they, but what does that tell you about your current guys? Right, they still people put, don't get excited. They still put him out there like he's going to win something, and and then he doesn't even make the cut. Remember, like Red said in the Shawshank Redemption, hope's a dangerous thing, and it's also the best of things. So you can go one way or the other. Uh, I usually go to the negative because I'm a hateful person, or at least that's what I've been told. By maybe even you, Rob Parker. Oh, no, fancy not me. Red hat. Come on. I wouldn't do that to you. Jason Smith's show with Mike Harmon here coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We need to talk some World Cup. And we talk flopping, drinking games, and where you can find the, the games tomorrow. Take it with you as you head to the beach or out and about on Fox Sports Go, Sweden, England, Pre-match, 6 a.m. Pacific time. The kick, about 7.02 at last count. Check that out on Fox. Coming up next, again, we go into the World Cup uh, and a guy that has made a pen- – he's got a penchant for laying down, and people are having a lot of fun with it. We will, too, on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome back in. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. Rob Parker. Undisputed on FS1. You hear him on The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard here on Fox Sports Radio. Nice. Find him, find him on Twitter at Rob Parker FS1. Go ahead, Rob. No, I was going to say nice. Broussard, you got it right. I got to get nice. it right. Got to show respect to our teammate. Put some respect to his name. That's it. 
Do I spell that with the K or T? I always see with it with K. the K on K. Twitter. So, all right, as long as I get that right. Hey, the World Cup continues tomorrow. Alex, hit it. Olé, 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 olé. Watch olé, every second of the World Cup olé, on Fox olé. and FS1. And take it with you on Fox Sports Go. England, Sweden, kick things off tomorrow. Today, you watched Neymar take another dive, and, well, now it's a final. Uh, Belgium moves on. But the amount of time spent on the pitch by Neymar during the course of the World Cup play, coming into Friday's match, over 14 minutes of game time, rolling around and laying on the pitch. Rob Parker, ponder that for a moment. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure that out. 14 minutes, wow. Where he's rolling from side to side and grimacing and hoping to get a call. Pretty amazing. That's That's a long time. Yeah, our resident soccer expert, Executive producer tonight, Lauren Gardner, coming in today. As as you've watched the World Cup, is there anything more infuriating? Like people can complain about whatever they want in terms of scoring and scoring chances, whatever else. A guy rolling around like he's just, you know, been galulied with a lead pipe in the back of the Galoolied. leg is about wow. where it ends for me in soccer. The only thing more frustrating than that is uh, watching himself dust himself off and immediately run and sprint right down into the next play as if nothing ever happened. I think you guys are being too harsh on him. The worst of all time was Paul Pierce leaving the arena in a wheelchair and coming back for the second half. Yeah, but he only did it once. No, but I'm just saying. He like, didn't, he didn't well, make that a bit. That was you, an ongoing once you, Once you're in a wheelchair, you're not supposed to be coming back. Am That's I probably right? a fair point, but Neymar looks like he's ready to be taken off on a stretcher after every single time he gets touched, and even when he doesn't get touched. Now, with Paul Pierce, though, I mean, that's a that's a classic WWE But move, that was though, ridiculous. You might as well start playing some theme music in the back. Oh, my God, look out. There it is. Paul Pierce is back. And then uh, Mean Gene Oakland would interview him, right? Come on in, if you will. Rob Parker sitting alongside me, Mean Gene Oakland. Coming to the Hammock Civic Center Friday night. I remember Mean Gene. He's on a TV, he's on a soda commercial, isn't he? Well, it's him and Kevin Hart. Right, but he doesn't have any lines. Well, Kevin Hart goes, well, you know Mean Gene, and then everybody laughs because he kind of dressed like Coco Beware. That's That's one of the outfits. That's a good gig, though. You know, you just stand there with the mic, and he says your name. There's a lot of folks that have that gig right now, Rob Parker. (laughs) I have not been fortunate enough to grab one of those. But there was a a drinking game that a a group of Belgian fans decided to, uh, well, kind of go down the road, and it was a Facebook group that said, all right, here we go, bottoms up. When Neymar falls, that was the name of the group. So every time Neymar falls to the ground, you have to drink. 10,000 fans had responded that they were going to the Neymar drinking game. Another 27,000 said, hey, I'm interested in that. How many people drunk off their ass were there in terms of this match as you roll around? Because you watched them roll around several times. Yeah, you're looking at at least a six-pack just on Neymar's account, and I'm sure that there was some pre-gaming going on well before that. No question about it. So the other thing that I thought was really funny related to this topic over the course of the week, the Kentucky Fried Chicken, because it is National Fried Chicken Day. KFC, that's it, right. But it is National Fried Chicken Day. My daughter asked me to make some tenders today. She asked me a little bit too late. Didn't have enough time. Had to come and do the show. So she's got a rain check when we get to make dinner again together next. But KFC in South Africa decided to have fun with it, and they built an entire ad campaign around a player, presumed to be a Neymar replica, who gets down on the pitch and then rolls across the country 
all the way into a KFC to order some food. That it's that important that you dial it up for Neymar to get out of playing because you need your KFC that bad. I, I don't get the nuggets or whatever. What do they call them? Strips or what? I just Tenders? Yeah, the tenders. I just can't. I can't get into that. You know, well, like, you had like nine thousand wings. Yeah, I've won so many bets, but it's like it's boneless chicken. All right? those LeBron fanboys. I just, just asked. I, I just got one question: How did it walk with no bones? You know, I'm just I. I need chicken with bones in it. Psychologically, you need that. I need it. No, that minister was asking about a lot more than bones. Okay, <laughs> we don't know. Well, what's your we, favorite? I remember. What's your favorite? Is it Popeyes or is it? Oh, I'm a I'm a Popeyes. Are you Popeyes spicy? Spicy when it shows up, you got to oh, get some honey man. on the side. The whole Come on, night. Alex. When was the last time you had a nice spicy leg or thigh to with be some kale to go with it? <laughs> when I had that, there was no kale, but about a year and a half ago, man. Did you really? Yeah. I was going to say, though, we're almost at the slide over baby hour. You went, how, when was the last time you had a spicy <laughs> leg or a thigh? I'm like, wow, you kind of well, went there a little right early. Down the middle, you know? How about that? There you go. Oh, my. What the <laughs> hell's going on Mark here? tape. That was that was next level right there. Hey, you know, coming up, we get back into the world of the NBA. A big signing is it is it a peace offering to try to keep a superstar in town? Rob Parker in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon continues on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome in final hour of the program. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon from the Geico Fox Sports. Radio Studios, Rob Parker in for Jason Smith. Find him on Twitter at Rob Parker FS1. FS1's undisputed. Sits on the couch with Colin Coward on the odd couple weekends here on Fox Sports Radio with Chris Broussard as they chop it up on Sunday nights. We are coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. So go ahead, visit Geico.com. Get yourself a free rate quote. Crazy 2-1 game here. The Dodgers and Angels still playing as we watch robots and a murderous Denzel Washington on a Friday night leading into this slide-over baby hour. Rob Parker, it's good to have you in the seat with me here. You're ready, and you're you know already what? lathering up for uh, Home Run Derby and All-Star Week. Can't wait to go to D.C. for uh, All-Star coming up in another week or so. That'll be a lot of fun. And even today... You know, it's been a busy day, but here I am, the final hour with you on the program. Still awake? I you didn't did, get a nap? I, I did uh, Undisputed this morning with Skip and Shannon, and I also uh, did The Herd with Doug Gottlieb filling in for Colin today. So it's been a long day, but a good day, and uh, glad to be here, the final hour on the program on this Friday night into uh, Saturday. Good to have you in. I'm going to have to come back over to the lot, and I'll just start shouting from the rafters uh, as you start speaking wisely or maybe not so maybe not so i'd say probably well you know either way you're still getting your point across and and you got the kicks to show it for oh. and you know those red red jordans I mean, I'd, I'd put a camera on those sneakers man not nah, are uh i just it's funny though i went out today and i bought the same sneakers but i bought them in all black with the black Jordan, like right, black on black. Yeah, that's TV money right there. And you know what was crazy was I need I, to get on board that. You need to do a little of that. Yeah, that's the, the hard part. And the other part is being divorced and never having any kids. I can, I can splurge. Disposable income. You know what I'm saying? So right. you can afford the eight dollar hot dog that you hate so right, much. Right. Exactly. I can. I just on principle, I don't want to pay you for shoes it. Not, and that leaves you more money for shoes. For shoes. So I'm and buying Jordans. I can't buy any more. I think I have 
14 pairs yeah, of they'll Jordans. Yeah, they'll get you That's again. Enough. You know, there's only seven no, days in a week. But, I know. You know, you're a stylish man, and you still have to suit up when you go to the lot. 14 pair of Jordans. That's ridiculous. And I'm 54 years old. I need to stop. You know what? Stay a kid, Rob Parker, as long as you can. Yes? Stay a kid as long as you can. So I got to ask you the important question. Are they all different colors to match outfits? Yeah. Okay. So then you're good. So red, blue, uh, silver. If you could find a nice pair of royal gold. purple ones, send those my yeah, way. I know you like the purple. Your hair was well, that, purple hey, one Well, day. we're getting back to that again uh, here short, short term. Uh, how about some funny money in the NBA? For all right. Zach Levine, $78 million offer sheet by the Sacramento Kings. He cried about not being loved by the Bulls. It took them all of about four hours to match the $78 million four-year offer from Sacramento. I call that love. I, I think they said they loved you. They just wanted someone else to set the price. Yeah. You so don't know what to seven, do with that. You know, 70, a bunch of things just went through your head. You're like, is that radio safe? Yes. Is that not? How'd is you, that you podcast saw, safe? You, you saw the look on my face. Oh, yeah, yeah. no. There were a lot, a lot of things going through your head. I'm I like, was like, am I in a stand-up comedy club? I'm not, not going to say that. Exactly. I'm not, it's a Friday, Saturday uh, evening. Uh, you just want to go through the weekend without a call from the yeah, boss. Yeah, I don't want to get a that? call. What was that, uh, Rob? I was driving home, yeah. and I heard your show, and uh, I need to see you Monday morning at 8 a.m. That's not a good call. No, you know, well, I mean, it could be advancement in your career, but usually that first thing in the morning on a Monday? No. No, that's not what they're trying to clear off their desk. But big money for him. We, we saw Anderson get a, a, what, $37 million offer from the Grizzlies. We'll see if San Antonio matches uh, Kyle Anderson there. But the other move that happened today, wonder what the domino effects are. Tony Parker also going back to San Antonio. I kind of don't Parker, like it. Two-year, $10 million with the Hornets. And when it get, comes down to it, this comes from Woj and Shams and everybody else. Uh, source, Parker called Popovich in the last hour to inform of the decision to accept the Charlotte offer. Spurs wanted Parker back, but Parker, Parker to take on a significant role with the Hornets behind Kemba Walker, assuming he doesn't get dealt. So maybe waiting for a domino to fall there. But two years, $10 million. Longest tenure, what, 17 years in San Antonio. Kobe played 20 with the Lakers. I'm a right? big Carl believer Malone of just tear, tear it off me. Right? Tear, tear the jersey uh, off me. If I can collect another two years of checks and I'm not ready to move into whatever's next, maybe Tony Parker hasn't done any planning. Remember back when he was with Eva Longoria and we had all sorts of stories of, of their lives and, and whatever else? We don't hear about Tony Parker much anymore. The no. only the time he made news this past year was in an innocuous comment about how hurt he was. And then it kind of got blown into, all right, He's calling out Kawhi Leonard, and it spiraled from there, which you could say he was. Yeah, to a I don't know. Going... Was it a hit from the team and, the, and whatever else Kawhi Leonard's people thought? Is, that, is me, that really worth it? Is that is that the is the $5 million worth it to wear another team's uniform? Because that's what it is after taxes and paying your agent, right? You got a two-year, $10 million deal, which is probably 40% you got to give other people. I'm just saying, is that really worth it to play two years in Charlotte uh, rather than retire, it's not. It's very special to me. I think if you can play in the same place the entire time, we talked about some baseball players. Derek Jeter played twenty years wearing a New York Yankees uniform. Well, the Yankees uniform is a different animal. No, but I'm just saying the he, Lakers is a different animal. But but Parker was there. They won championships. Sure. I mean, it's not like he was on some bad team for no, all these and years, and now he's he looking is. for a championship. And going to Charlotte, he said he's going to play for his idol, Michael Jordan. Dude, really. Really? 
I just come that's, down that's, on that's the lore of it that you're playing for for a professional athlete for though. Michael Jordan. But I mean, there's a lot of guys go go into any business, men, women, uh, along that maybe their best days and their effort for their 40 hours is long behind them, but the checks keep coming, so they keep going. I don't for know, Tony I, Parker. I, don't, I wouldn't have done it. I just think it seems weird. Seems me. like you'd you'd finish it up and just tie a bow on it, especially if the Spurs legitimately wanted him back, even at a reduced role and reduced rate. Again, maybe there's something in the offing. But don't you think it's still ego? It's still ego because well, they wanted me. My team didn't want me. They wanted me as a as a as a a mentor to the younger players, and I'm not going to play sure, much. I'm not and a I'm, coach, and, I, and I'm I, still and, a player. And they're going to give me a reduced salary, so it becomes ego, and and rather than taking a look at your career, what you've done, what you've accomplished, you weren't on some bad team that never won anything. There's a lot. The, the the way people treat you in San Antonio, he has a house there. Do you but know is that I mean? really going to change? I mean, this isn't a no, decision kind of effect. This wasn't. No, 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 not this like isn't that. A guy, but he's not a guy that's still at the top. But it's of his weird game. that you would move after 17 years to go to Charlotte of all places. Not like anything's going on there, other than Krispy Kreme donuts. There's nothing going on. You say on. that like it's a bad thing. No, that's a good I, thing. I got a text from my my daughter saying, "Hey, if we're going to watch Sweden England, I'm going to need some sugar to get me going tomorrow." So, so you'll, you'll bring get me a some? donut, old man. There's a couple of them stuck to your back, I'm sure. Those uh, Krispy Kreme. No question. <laughs> I mean, I mean, look at the the meat got me as well as the Krispy Kremes. Uh, but I'm getting better, Rob. We're on the road to swole. But Parker, 19 minutes a game this past year, 19.5 to be exact, 7.7 points per game. 46% from the field, 27 from three, and 3.5 assists per game. Just be old. If you still want to play, far be it from me to rip it, rip the jersey from your back, especially if you still have suitors, because maybe in Charlotte there's a marketing angle for Tony Parker that oh, that's please. small. I don't know, dude. You, you, you that's try a, to go that's into, a reach. Well, but you're going into all sorts of different – why would they want him at this point? Because he's obviously a diminished player. You can't find a, I don't, a young I don't player? Get, I don't get it. I, I, I'm with you. I just – some of these deals don't make any sense to me, and, and I don't – why they would be interested in Tony Parker uh, at this age, at 17 years. I know he's not an old guy because he came in – how old was he? He's 19? at 36 now. All right. So, so 17 – He just turned 36. 17 years with, with – And he's obviously celebrating Belgium's win in the World Cup. So is Manu today. coming back? Did he sign – is he back? Well, he's – at least there for now. We'll see if uh, they try to cut his salary or, or send him off into the promised Every, land. Everybody, well. at some point, you got to deal with everybody's been traded, everybody's been released. You know what I mean? You can't take it so personal. It's father time has never lost in pro sport. And never will. And There's never, no question and never about will. It. But when it comes down to this, you're, you're looking at a guy, even in a diminished capacity. Now, right now, uh, Manu Ginobili on the books 2018-2019 $2.5 million deal is where he's sitting so uh, a pittance compared to where he was reduced role etc so the last of the band as it were if Kawhi Leonard were to leave and that's where the I guess the wrinkle to this is if Parker was seen as one of the impediments to Kawhi Leonard coming back, just whatever that relationship may be. Because he said some stuff that I'm sure Kawhi wasn't happy about, but, que- but that's questioning it. him. Right, right so that's the, that that was the question that came up during the course of the year. Was it all th- all shade? Was it, hey, I was asked about my injury and people are going to read it, it, it what was, they want? It was was weird. it directed from the, the top? There, there's it a, was there's weird a lot they, of levels, right? Because they never normally do that. No, but the that's Spurs, the thing, right? right? Between the Patriots 
and here. And, and remember all those reports out of the Patriots camp. Hey, a dozen people are talking to some reporter. I still say it was one guy claiming to be 12 different personnel. Yeah, but I'll tell you one thing. The there was no doubt in my mind that there was some friction. No, but that's just it. I, I think we all believe there's something there. How much is has been blown up because it becomes a media sensation when you've been quiet for two decades versus what the real situation is? Because even with Kawhi right now, how fractured is it really? We know his camp. We have this report that was out there, and we'll get to it coming up in about five minutes from now of this safe room and move him away so officials can't get to him. But with Tony Parker, maybe he was one of the reasons that things were stalled of, you know what, I'm not going to be in the same locker room with this guy who called me out and called me soft, essentially, in his injury assessment a year ago. Yep, that could be it. And the whole notion, if I'm the Spurs, I'd hold on to Kawhi. I, I really would and wait till the trade deadline, get the best deal that I could get, but it would not include it anything from the Lakers. And and what they've done is basically ask for the moon from the Lakers just to see how desperate they are, knowing that they won't make the deal because it's so lopsided. No, sure. You go all the way over the right? top. and you, I mean, there's none of – and we've talked about it over the course of the week, but there's nobody on that roster that excites you and becomes that next-level star. right? You saw a little bit from Ingram and Allen again. You've seen Kuzma had a nice year. Josh Hart – Overplayed where but he if, was drafted. If you're, the, if you're the Lakers, you just gotta you gotta make a deal. I'm telling you, to let Kawhi go somewhere else, I think there's a big risk there. And they saw it with Paul George. Everybody thought, right? It was, was automatic. That door. It was automatic, and so the Lakers were like, ah, well, we don't have to do anything. I I think that's a mistake. Well, I think with Paul George, it was the I want to be courted, even if I'm really leaning towards here, and when they turned all the attention towards Kawhi Leonard's deal and whatever he believed was going on in terms of courting LeBron James in this process and sealing that deal, Paul George didn't feel the love. Russell Westbrook flew back from his vacation, set up a party, said, we want you as our A number one guy. It matters. Paul George was, hey, we presume you're showing up in the door anyway. Those right, we'll see you when you get up. here. Yeah, right. yeah just, just come on in. We're not going to send the car. We're not going to, you know – Send someone to the airport with the sign with your name. Just, every, just you every, know we're Everybody centers. wants to feel wanted. No I don't, question I don't about ca- it. I don't care what, how much money you have, what you're doing. There's still a degree of that where you want to feel wanted. And I think, uh, I think the Lakers took it for granted and they lost them. And we'll take that next level. Kawhi Leonard, the offer that is allegedly on the table from the Lakers, other suitors, but certainly the safe room. Because, well, his camp had to respond even if Kawhi stays silent. We'll get into that next. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Rob Parker in for Jason Smith tonight. That's coming up on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings. Welcome back in. Fox Sports Radio. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Rob Parker. FS1 undisputed. Find him on the odd couple with Chris Broussard. On Sunday evenings here on Fox Sports Radio. In with me, Jason Smith will be back on Monday. We just watched the Angels walk off. A salty Dave Roberts sprinting into the tunnel. Wow, he was angry. And you know what? Someone's going to get lit up after that. He had a right to be angry because it was two outs and nobody on a walk. And then the winning... The winning run scored on a bad throw to the plate that got past the catcher. Ball bounces away from the catcher. Everybody's confused, standing around. Runner 
on third, makes sure for a moment it makes sense, and off he sprints to daylight. And the Angels with a 3-2 victory over the Dodgers in these Crosstown series. And that was David Always Fletcher fun. who scored. He got the uh, RBI there two There you go. Hits. David Fletcher is on your fantasy team. Uh, you ended the night in style. No question about it. Rob Parker in with me for Jason Smith. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here at Rob Parker FS1. Find me over at Swollen Dome. Now we're talking about Kawhi Leonard and an interesting story that developed last night coming out of a podcast. ESPN Spurs reporter Michael C. Wright on the back-to-back podcast talking about the idea that when Spurs officials went to find Kawhi Leonard, well, they had a problem. The Lakers are not Kawhi's preferred destination anymore. He wants to go to the Clippers, and because he doesn't, he doesn't want to go and be second fiddle to LeBron. That's that's what I was told. I was told by somebody that would know. So right now, the Clippers are where he wants to go. But I'm also told, like. You know, I talk to people within the Spurs organization, and they're like, well, yeah, he wants to go to the Clippers, but their assets are at this point. I like that, that he just went, their assets are blank. It's a podcast. You can. So we'll get into a little more of Kawhi and superstars maybe avoiding the LeBron James circus coming up about seven, eight minutes from now. But with Kawhi Leonard, there was a also in that podcast was the idea that the Spurs traveled to New York to try to meet up with Ka- Kawhi Leonard as he was rehabbing his quad injury. And when they arrived, they weren't able to get a meeting with him, that he was basically ushered out the back door, insert movie line here, either a safe room, a panic room, the purge, where you're trying to keep people from coming in and taking you down, the godfather, where you take the godfather when he's in the hospital recovering uh, and make sure he isn't there when the hit comes. Uh, Go on down, pick your favorite pop culture reference. But basically you moved him away and and into a safe house so you didn't get the examination from the physicians and team officials and the questions that went through it, which is kind of interesting. Earlier today on the Dan Patrick show, Doug Gottlieb and and Jason Smith, Doug Gottlieb was on actually in Colin Cowherd's spot. This would have been Chris Broussard. He said he had sources from Kawhi Leonard's camp that – deny that this ever transpired. Let's hear Chris. But I just spoke with somebody close to Kawhi less than an hour ago, and they vehemently denied this story. Called it BS. Called it BS. Uh, They said that everything they did in New York was under the parameters of the Spurs. Spurs knew what was going on. That trainers were up there from the Spurs working out with Kawhi. That Spurs brass came up there and saw Kawhi and knew what was going on. So Michael Wright is a good, respected reporter, so I I don't want to, you know, go against it. Somebody obviously told him this. He's certainly not making it up. But I'm just telling you, I've talked to a person close to Kawhi who would know who said that this is ridiculous. So now we get into the battle of who knows who knows. Ridiculous is not mincing words. No, that's certainly a strong statement. But as we know, there are a lot of people with a lot of voices and sources are all over the map in terms of family members. And Kawhi Leonard hasn't done anything to say one way or another how he feels about the organization at this point, how his leg is coming along, or anything related to these stories, right? It's all silence and sources. And that's the dangerous part, and we've talked about it a little bit tonight in terms of journalism in 2018, you get a call, and Chris Broussard has been on the game 
for a long, long time, and he's got his series of sources. Over so 20 now, years. So, so now it becomes knows, the question, right? right? So when you've got Michael Wright on the other side, who's been in the game a long time as well, and who still has gainful employment, right? He hasn't gone to creating his own, and, and this is, doesn't denigrate guys that do it, but sometimes guys are looking for a splash because they had a paycheck and don't now, right? So maybe the source of the source – and you have to question, is this trying to get back uh, a seat at the table? That doesn't seem to be in play, at least on the surface here, uh, in any regard. So somewhere between the truth, there the truth lies between Chris Broussard's report it's somewhere, and what we it's, have here from some, Michael Wright I agree. as to what exactly transpired. There's did he, somewhere did they in get the middle. to check him out? Did they get to just have a face-to-face? How are you coming along? I mean, is it just to sit down and talk to him? Did they work him out? Well, like, but those, you, are, those are all sorts of details but, but, in this. But the other thing too is you got to remember, they could say that the the that that the Spurs knew everything and they were all on board or whatever. But don't you remember there was a couple times where they were talking about him coming back and say, "You talk to his people and let me know." Do you remember that? Well, that was Popovich that was back Pop. in April. So that that seemingly at least from when you try to put a timeline together, right? would have been what Popovich was responding to. And that's the theory that's now operating out of the right podcast. I think that, that that's fair because that's the way it was said. If he knew everything that was going on and whatnot, it would have never been that response, right? right. Cause what, that, would, what would have been that response? Because the equivalent here is right now in Los Angeles, uh, the pejoratives and, and really the slamming, uh, and, and I think appropriately so, of what's going on as reported with the meniscus tear if it's torn, of Lonzo Ball. Going back to last Friday in these chairs as that report was going down, Jason and I called shenanigans. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Jason Smith Show. Download it. Give it five stars. We will love you forever. I may walk coast to coast and give people nice warm hugs. Very nice. But the, the fact of the matter is that the Lakers usually pretty good about giving information. Yeah, they'd confirm it. They haven't said a word about Lonzo Ball's health. Right. Right. They, then, they haven't refuted it. They haven't confirmed it. It's like, all right, there's more noise. And everybody that we're believes that that was uh, LeVar and, and that you, camp. You, I think you have to. Right? Didn't you think that yeah, right away? Yeah, we thought it right away, and we said it right away. And now, as the week has gone on, that's the prevailing, prevailing sentiment that Big Baller Brand didn't want him to get dealt. They know time is short. LeBron, as we've seen, to use the pop culture reference, can go Thanos. You didn't see Infinity War by this point. I don't care. I don't feel bad for you. Uh, where you can snap your fingers and make guys disappear. We watched him do it in Cleveland. Hell, he brought guys over from the Lakers, perhaps setting the table. Those were guys he already decided he didn't like. So when he came to the Lakers, they didn't have to excise them there. Made them part of the Cavaliers. They got a little cup of coffee, and when the lights were too bright, they were back on the bench, and Tristan Thompson was playing 25 minutes a night. But this is, the, this is the one thing that really – I think you got a question. And all of these moves and, you know, mm-hmm. looking towards 2019 and free agency or whatever. But when the when the Lakers go out and sign Rondo, I thought that was just – that was probably more telling than anything. Don't you think? I mean, really, like – Sure. Like, you got this guy who Magic stood up and said before he got here, he's the face of the franchise. Right. We went from the face of the franchise, right? I know he had a, didn't have a great rookie season, but from that guy – to bring in another guy, Rondo's not a passive, like, whatever, I just want to be here for the team. He wants to play. No, he was very and he, adamant and he, in that, every, right, that they anything said, he said. Yeah. Right, that they even told him, it's open competition. That doesn't sound like the face of the franchise. Magic could have said, 
dude, you're coming here. I'm going to tell you before you sign, you're going to be a backup. The kids playing and starting every day. That's not going to change no matter how well you play. Am I right? That you no, put that's it out it. there. Yeah. And now, if you want to sign him, I'm just—I don't want to hear no belly aching. I don't want any. He's our point guard of the future. He's playing every game. That's not what went down. No, I, I can guarantee you that they decided that Rondo's not there to be just a guy. He doesn't have the temperament Especially to be just a guy. Playoff Rondo, who we saw played really well. No, and that's just it. He dials up, and and I think that's the the indictment once again of the regular season of the NBA. Not to tangent to go tangential into that discussion too far, but Rondo might be the poster child for how much difference there is in how basketball is played and how much players care between the regular season no, you're right. and the postseason. Because puts up solid numbers and certainly on a night-to-night basis has his, will have his moments where you could see his impact on the game. But the playoff guy, that's, that's the Kobe Bryant – Russell Westbrook, I'm shooting daggers, and he I want play, to take play, you down. He played really, really well, and, and they had a nice little run in the playoffs. Well, so, and that's the report, is that Anthony Davis was was salty that he wasn't consulted about Rondo being let go right. and going out the door. Boogie Cousins, a whole other but thing. But I'll tell you one Rondo thing. Rondo leaving. I said this, and people who are Pelican fans or just – You found one? Men, I know. There's a couple of people who oh, are okay. from New Orleans. How but, about that? But I, but I said to them – I wouldn't bring Boogie Cousins back, and they looked at me like I was crazy. And for this reason, Mike, Anthony Davis, for whatever reason, with the spacing, not having the other big guy there, he played so well without Boogie Cousins. Oh, down on the block, it was Am a much right? less crowded situation. Yes. More room for him to use that first step that's killer and, and, he, and not cluttered up with three more guys At one point, they won the 15 in a row yep. or something. I mean, they played – and other guys stepped up. So I was saying to myself, I kept telling people, I said, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't bring him back. Now, obviously, he got an injury. He's not going to be back to maybe January or whatever anyway. But I'm just saying, I don't think I would have brought him back to the mix. That team played too well without him. It says and something. When asked about the potential locker room temperament of Boogie Cousins, Steve Kerr responded with, I've been trained well by Draymond. We'll get into that, as well as superstars and LeBron James. Do you want to play with him and be part of the circus when it comes to town? We get into that next here on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. But first, we step out to a man ready for his Friday night. That's right, damn it. Living Uh-oh. large across the greater Los Angeles area. But first, he's going to tell us what's trending. All right, it's our Looney, award-winning don't get picked update. Up tonight. Okay. Uh, last, All right, Dave, Tom Looney. Last baseball game of the night ended in Anaheim, California, where Gwen Stefani was born, but you knew that. It was the Angels and Dodgers. Check swing bloop into short right. In comes Puig. He can't get it. It drops in front of him. And now Fletcher's being held at third base. And the throw gets past Grandal. Fletcher will come home and score. The Angels with two out and nobody on in the bottom of the ninth. Score two, overtake the Dodgers, and beat them three to two. Charlie Steiner with the agony of defeat on AM570 LA Sports. There were three other late night liberal left coast baseball games in the Valley of the Sun, Arizona, Ice Teed, San Diego, three to two. In the Emerald City, Colorado, marinated in Seattle, seven to one. In the city by the bay, San Francisco, Rice Aroni, St. Louis, three to two. The spicy tangy zesty savory. Award-winning trending report powered by True Car. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Download the True Car app today. And now we forge forth 
into the night with more truculent sports talk with Mike Harmon and Rob Parker Mr. on Fox Sports Radio. Mr. Looney, yes, hey, yes. That ending to the Dodgers Angels game. That was like a sloppy Joe sandwich. Unbelievable. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, that's wow. what that was. I haven't had one of those in a long time. You remember time. the sloppy yeah, Joe's? Yeah, no, that was a oh, good I, cheap I, I way to eat. I still eat them, but without the bread, of course, because I'm one of those weenies that doesn't eat bread anymore. But yes. wow, I still love the sloppy Joe. Sloppy Joe. Have yourself a carb or two in uh, <laughs> I will. in uh, beverage form tonight, will Sounds you, Looney? Good. But, Looney, sometimes yes. just eat half of the bread. Like, I'll do that Happy once in a while. once in a while. I will dabble. Right? I will yeah, dabble. just a little yes. bit. Every time I will join the bread community every once in a while and, okay. and have a little bit just because – what happens? You know, you. I know you've been doing the same thing. You know, I'm I, doing I, it right. I worry about what if I, I I avoid the cake and I avoid the bread, and then I get hit by a bus. So every once yes. in a while, I will just have. There a is piece some of bread logic to have just there. in case that happens. Right, leaving a good-looking corpse <laughs> isn't exactly what the end game should be. That's right. That and stop judging me and all the others walking around here, Looney. Well, I can't help that. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to spread. try to be a better person. Yes, and I'm trying to you know spread the love in terms no, of that's getting not other people. Yes, it is. No, no, no. You're, you're... Wagging my finger was not wagging. Love. <laughs> wagging the finger and being hateful. Uh-oh. It's it's done, it's done for my heart, Mike. I just, hey, you've, you've, you used to be Mr. Pink Box. You don't eat out of pink boxes anymore. You're eating much healthier and looking much better. Well, thanks. Because you took my advice. Oh, it had you, nothing to do you with You listened to my finger wagging. No, the meat got me. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll, okay. we'll talk about that another time. Okay. See All right. See you guys. Godspeed, brother. Happy Friday. All right. This is a 30-second commercial. I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you. Please. Just stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. This company's been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years. And anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. Company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. In five, four, three, two, one. I'm out of time. Back to it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Arman. We've got Rob Parker in for Jason Smith this evening. Jason will be back on Monday night. We're talking Kawhi Leonard. We're talking Kyrie Irving. And what do they have in common? According to multiple reports, neither one of them wants anything to do with LeBron James. We heard that from the Woj latest report, a number of others saying the same thing, that the preferred destination, Clipperville. Although there are other conflicting reports, and that's the beauty of the silly season, people throwing stuff against the wall, that perhaps the Clippers aren't as exciting now because LeBron did make it to L.A. So whether you're playing with the Lakers or in Clipperville, you're still looking at being second banana in the major market. So for Kawhi Leonard, we've got that. Kyrie Irving, there's a report that came out. number of insiders in Cleveland, Dave McMenamin of ESPN, among others, saying Kyrie Irving going back, and they've heard from multiple sources through the years, when LeBron James was allegedly looking to come back to Cleveland, Kyrie didn't need him, saying we didn't want him. We don't need him. We're moving forward. But there he was. And so as soon as the opportunity came to clap hands, go Vegas blackjack dealers, and say I'm out, Kyrie did. So for LeBron James, I've got to wonder if we got honest assessments from teammates, championship-bound, finals-bound or not, that that experience has to be draining on a whole other level. Ask Kevin Love, who's been – a whipping boy for the well, he's cap, been right? the, he's been the guy. He's no matter, been the main no matter guy. if he comes up with twenty two and twelve, he's to blame. No matter what, and you're right. He could have an and even when he scores and plays well, they'll go. Well, what do you want from LeBron? He didn't have any help. Kevin Love twenty twenty four and twelve, he's and a it's not enough. All star, right? But but that's all that's all they do. So I but, don't think it's I don't think 
I, I don't think it's one of those things where why would you want to be put in that situation with LeBron? Because this is this is now the the Paul George thing. The only thing that really got me about this was LeBron committed to coming. Paul George is from here. Paul George said he wanted to be here. But see, that's the thing with Paul. and Paul George, unlike Kyrie, hasn't won a ring yet. Kyrie has a ring in his back pocket, Mike. Well, and that's so, why he walked so off. So you can yeah. walk off, right? Because no matter what happens the rest of your career, you've already won a championship. I think the biggest thing I had with, with Paul George, and we covered it a little bit earlier this week, is he did the three-part thing for ESPN about his free agency period. And part of it was bellyaching that they didn't make the trade for him last year. I get that, it, though. That didn't, no, no, no. But, I get but, that. But you're a grown-ass man, and you still had the opportunity – to come to L.A. Just just because they didn't roll out the red carpet, send the car and, and the, the pep band to come pick you up at the airport. If you wanted to be in L.A., you could have been in L.A. So, no. there's, so there's questions but behind But there's an this. ego, though, Mike. You no, know this with these I get, players. I get that. But Can if, I give you another if, example? But if a couple of rappers and Russell Westbrook throwing a party in your honor That's is enough to sway you? It's not just the party and the rappers. But I remember the Pistons did the same thing. Allen um, Houston was their draft pick, right? Yeah. Allen Houston's free agency comes up. The Knicks come a calling. Yeah, but look what the no, Knicks no. offered, man. But, come but, on. But my point was, instead of valuing him and saying, you don't need to go to New York, let us take care of you, they said, oh, yeah, the, the Knicks just sent a private plane from New York ahead. Yeah, but the go, Knicks gave him a, a Brinks truck. But go to New York. And then he got hurt and it didn't matter anyway. No, but they got to the finals with him one they year. They did one year, they did. yes. I'm just going to say, I'm not saying he had the, the, the greatest career ever, but my point is when someone comes and shows you love, it changes things. It just does. Everybody needs feels like they want to be wanted. And when you tell somebody, you tell your girlfriend, what, you think that guy over there is cute? Go ahead, go hang out with him for a couple nights and then come back. She might not come back. That's true. And that's all I'm saying is that's why I think they took him for granted. And in that time that that they didn't do anything, he fell in love with OKC and that the love that they showed him. That's all I'm saying. And that's why I think the Kawhi thing, if you let him go to Philadelphia and they make that trade and Simmons is cool and Embiid is cool and they make a, a run and get to the NBA Finals, don't tell me it's automatic that he's going to drop that well, and come back to L.A. Well, and the beauty of come it is the, the pressure isn't on him, right? Because Embiid is such a big personality. Right. Kawhi can continue to be, to be Mr. Quiet. He could just still be his That's a great himself point. and just kind of chill. Simmons has a personality, right? He's been tied to... So many it, of the, it won't the be about it won't be else. just about Kawhi. It'll be about those other no, but guys. Right. It's so much more about them, and they're they're far more interesting. Right. The only thing that's interesting right now is is Kawhi Leonard as a just the shadowy figure because we don't know anything about him, right? I, I equated and I and I do so with with a word of caution is that we didn't know anything about Marvin Harrison, and I'm certainly not intimating that there's anything nefarious right. in the world of Kawhi Leonard. But Marvin Harrison was just a guy that went out and caught passes, and then you stuck, you come to find out there's all sorts of stuff going on about Marvin Harrison. I'm not saying that it's the same thing, but a quiet superstar. But you don't always quiet, know, the, right? The quiet superstar, you have no point. idea just what's know. going on there. So certainly for Paul George, I just thought in that documentary there was no need to say, well, they could have traded for me then. They didn't. It's like, you know, we, we, had, saying is we that... had our hopes. But it, but it, it's a bad look to say it. I, just, right. just put it out. As you know, what 
at the time, we, we'd made our point clear. I ended up in OKC, and I'm happy here. And just leave it there. You didn't need to throw the shot because now you're looking petty. All I'm saying is Magic and and uh, Palenka, right? He wants to come. Let's go get him. Well, at least send send an emissary to go get him. Do you see? What you I'm got ninety seven guys that stand behind a new and, coach and you when got, he gets named. Send some of those Laker legends. And you had all this cap space anyway, right? And you wanted to bring them in. Go get them. Give up a couple of players. It's not the end of the world. You know what? Uh, Indiana got an Oladipo from them, right? Right. I mean, from OKC, and uh, that turned out good for them. And OKC, it worked out. Everybody thought OKC Everybody won. was crazy, they, on, on though, the, well, right? But, but, you'd think? but you'd seen Victor Oladipo. Right. There had been five years. There had been no change in no, his no, stats. No. He was the same guy. And he became Suddenly he goes there, goes home, it feels the love. Hometown guy that's trying to I'm, make good. That's what I'm talking and about, And he gets the it love. done. Everybody wants to be loved, Rob Parker. Even on a Friday night after I think, a couple well, of Well, a little slide over baby time coming up for many people. Oh. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 50% or more on car insurance with Geico. So head to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up, I've shown my love for the kicks that Rob Parker is sporting. Well, a wide receiver was big in the news earlier in the week. He sent some kicks to some esteemed colleagues. We'll get into that next on Fox. Locked and loaded. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon continues. Coming up in 10 minutes on Fox Sports Radio, straight out of Vegas. R.J. Bell gets you set for your week in wagering. More World Cup action, no doubt. More whereabouts of Kawhi Leonard and who's the favorite to land him and everything in between. Keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker in for Jason Smith tonight. Jason will be back on Monday night. He was in earlier on the Dan Patrick Show. He and Chris Broussard locking it down after most of the week hanging out with Doug Gottlieb. They had Kobe Bryant from Monday. Really good 11-minute conversation. Corporate Kobe, uh, as I came to call it, coming out of that, the business of the Lakers and landing LeBron. You can find the Link to it at foxsportsradio.com, or you can always go and download the podcast on iTunes at your leisure. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Now, one of the Hall of Fame induction speeches will not be done in Canton, Ohio, on August 4th. No. Cheryl Owens has decided, well, he's going to go back to his alma mater, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. He's going to give a speech. He's proud to be a mock, share the experience with his family, friends, and teammates. And everybody knows the tale that comes out of that. Well, he went and did, well, a little more Terrell Owens-type move by sending some custom Vans shoes they were designed by Eddie at Ink Your Shoes. Eddie at Ink Your Shoes. I like that. Create shoes using permanent marker, and 10% of the proceeds goes to a fifth-grade class that he teaches in Greenville, North Carolina. Pretty sweet. I like it. But showed a video of the custom vans that have the Hall of Fame logo on one shoe, The uh, and it says, get your popcorn ready. On the other, it's got T.O. in his Cowboys uniform. While pouring the popcorn over his face. Nice. In the face is where he's taking that popcorn. No question about it. But it's the printing of that. And allegedly, thank you. 
that he's sent them to his other enshrinees for the 2018 Hall of Fame class. It's a nice move. It's not clear as to whether he had the artist draw them, as in Brian Urlacher gets a pair of Brian Urlacher shoes, right. or well, whether he gets another Terrell Owens. Right. I kind of like, like the move if he sent him a Terrell Owens. But it might be a collector's item. I mean, I, Well, it I'm, certainly I'm, is right. if it's only a one-of-one. One. Exactly. So I, I like that. I, I'm going to tell you. I think I told you he spoke at, one, at my class at USC, right? Yes, he did. And I, the, I remember and you thing, saying that. The thing that was Professor the most, Rob Parker. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. The thing that was the most impressive was that I mentioned that I was going to be teaching the course sports commentary at USC. And he said, wow, that sounds interesting. I would love to speak to your class if you would have me. He, he offered. He offered, right. and you know how many calls I made to get him to set up the day to come? One. I said, what about this day? He said, that sounds good to me. I'll be there, and he showed up. What's been interesting is the, the two impressive. sides of Terrell Owens as related, you know, go on through. Because for Super Bowl week, I know our guys that were on site came early, hung out. One of the guys just wants to be part no of problem, the experience right. and everything's cool, much like you relay with your with your class. And then you have the situation of not wanting to go to Canton and going to the mocks and hanging out there. And it just you, – you raise your hand going, you, you got this honor. And that honor is not going to be taken away. But I think a lot of folks that finally came around to voting for him, whatever the reasons were the first two years for not, like you, you got in. Yeah, you but campaigned. I, you lobbied to get in. But the one thing and I then will, you don't want to show I, up. I will defend him on this: is he's a man of principle, and sometimes that stuff, you know, for a lot well, of it people, goes back to Paul George and okay. wanting to be there, wanted there, to there, a degree, right? Yes, we just talked about it. Am I right? There's a there's a principle. People have a lot of pride, and I think he felt like he was being railroaded and not treating treated with the right respect for it, considering his numbers. He didn't beat up anybody. He wasn't in use, any trouble. He was That's never right. in any trouble. He never used drugs. It was none of that. And and he felt like, why are they doing this to me? Because I wanted the football? Seriously. Well, it's throw me the damn ball, except right. he didn't write the book. Right. Now, you could go in some of his relationships with quarterbacks, Jeff but, Garcia, Donovan McNabb, certainly things. But it always becomes the question of what constitutes on the field versus off the field behavior for Terrell Owens. Rob Parker, pleasure to have you in for these last three hours. Jason back on Monday. It's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Thanks, everybody. Have a great weekend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.